music? Well, like, yeah, but I, I didn't ever have, like, the nice big headphones. I always had, like, the little in-ear ones, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. When I was a kid, um, my brother had, like, I don't know what, who the hell made them, but they were, like, really big. And they were, they were like expensive, right? He had a job. He worked at the local grocery store. He was working in the deli, making money. And I was not. And so, um, so like every once in a while, like I'd like try to sneak in his room and listen to his headphones and he'd beat me up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but no, it was, it was, and I, you know, when like beats came out and all that, it was never like a thing for me. I had my, like my Walkman headphones. You remember the ones that like the little ear. Did your Walkman have a tape? A cassette. Oh hell yeah! I had the cassette Walkman. I had the Discman. Um, we were talking about that a couple episodes ago. We had the. Uh, um, there was a mini disc one too. The mini disc. Oh, I didn't see. That. I had the mini I don't, disc. I don't remember yeah. the mini disc. Like a square, like a miniature floppy disc. If that, if you know what a floppy well, yeah. disc is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're we're not that young. <laughs> um, I'm definitely not that young. <laughs> I am old enough to remember the headphones that were the self-contained. FM radio on one side, AM oh, radio on the other. Oh, they had an antenna, right? And the antenna would come up, and you'd have volume and tuning on. See, I didn't ever yeah. have those. Those are like those are like what all the like the fancy kids had, man. It was like <laughs> having a 70s. car phone. Yeah. How how old are you? I'm fifty three. Fifty three. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you're you are you are old. seven years yeah. older than me. Okay, seven years. No, you're not that old. Uh-uh. You have a milestone coming up. I do. January eighth is my what? What milestone well, is this? The fifty. Oh, the fifty. Kind of a yeah, big yeah. One. Is it? Well, I, I don't. For a lot of people, it is. Was it for? Was it a big deal for you? <laughs> no, because it happened during the pe- the pandemic. Um, oh shit! So that shit. was kind of a drag. But my fifty first birthday was really fun. It was kind of like a do over. <laughs> hey, right there on. You go. Yeah. So what'd you do for your fifty first? I uh, had the party I wanted to for fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you have it out at your place? I just had a small. Yeah, like. A dozen people came and we played some music. It's always music. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like for me. <laughs> it, well, yeah, I figured that out. I mean, I think the number one theme about you that I've ever known is that you are just connected to music everywhere you go. Very much so. Yeah, yeah it's always been a big part of my life. And speaking of those headphones with the antenna, and my mom likes to take credit that when she was pregnant with me, she had those on her belly. A really? lot of time, and would play radio and different music, and, and I'd be like <sighs> kicking inside. Like, All right, can't wait to get out. You know, I've I've heard that before. I've heard that like when women are pregnant, if they listen to a lot of music, and I've heard of people putting headphones on the belly. Yeah, that it's like that. Like uh, major musicians have like said, "Oh yeah, my my parents like my mom listened to a lot of music when she was mm-hmm. pregnant with me. It was a big part of their lives." You know, well, in, in my head, I am a major musician, so that. Oh, I, I think, <laughs> I think you're. Well, in in my in my head, you're a major musician too. Oh, well, thank you. You know, I mean, like not quite like Springsteen yet, but you know, you're no. close. You're you're you know. I couldn't do a four hour show, man. I don't. <laughs> I don't quite get that. Is and I've been thinking a lot about that because Taylor Swift does that too. Yeah, a four hour show. Is yeah. there somebody that you'd want to go see for f- four hours? Is that just my ADHD talking? Because. So, I think I think that if you have enough hits that have that have resonated with your fans that they want to hear them all, then I'd say that yes. So like the Stones, like the Stones could put on a four-hour show. You know, I, I love the Stones, but I'm giving them two maybe yeah. max. 
before. You, then you're like just you're, <laughs> yeah, you're so, done. So they basically what? are playing their entire library. Yeah, they're playing. The, they're playing all their hits. Everything yeah. they've ever made yeah. is getting yeah. played. Yeah, yeah. and that's much. cool. Yeah, it's cool it's, that they can, and Springsteen can, and I guess Taylor Swift can. Yeah, I just lose. <laughs> I just well, lose interest. I mean, maybe maybe that's filler? why the tickets for those concerts are so expensive because you get four hours of music. Well, yeah. and that's the only way artists make money these days because. I mean, Spotify's not paying right. royalties, and people don't buy CDs anymore. Or there aren't any royalties on Spotify. They're very low. Okay. Yeah. What's that, what's like an average Spotify royalty? Well, I think it depends um, what your monthly listeners are, but it's about a thousandth of a penny per stream. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So a dollar for per thousand. Yeah. Lessons. Yeah. It's not a lot. Okay. And I think speaking of Tay Tay, if I may. Oh, you absolutely if I please may, do. <laughs> she pulled her music off of Spotify because of that for a while, I think. Yeah, she did. Yeah. And Neil Young as well. Yeah. But then he well, had his own thing. Neil was, Young did it because of Rogan. Oh, is that, that right? Was, that was mm-hmm. tied to Joe Rogan. When, when Spotify signed the contract with Joe Rogan, yeah. and Joe Rogan was a, uh, uh, they called him an anti vaxxer. Yeah. Then, then Neil Young and who else was it? Somebody else. There was a couple. There's a couple people that pulled their music off of Spotify for that reason. I know um, Snoop Dogg took over Death Row Records and he pulled everything from Death Row Records. Really? Yeah. For it, I the first I heard the first he pulled everything of Death Row Records off of Spotify. You mean? Everything from Death oh, Row okay. and all like and all this all of his music, all of Dre's music, all of it came. He pulled it all down. Wow. Um, it was. It was sad. I was looking for some of their stuff one day, and I was like, where is all this shit? It was like nothing. It was like a, like a vast openness of, of Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, all, any of those guys. So, so, so where can you listen to that music now? I think it's back on there now. But you can, you can buy it on, on iTunes, I think. You get to pay like $1.99 or whatever it is for the download still. Um, and then you can, I think you can probably buy their albums, I would think. Do you still buy albums, either of you guys? No. No. No, so um, pre-divorce I did. So Stephanie got the record player. So, so, I, <laughs> so I, she's buying so records So she's now. buying albums. So I will, I will start buying albums again because I really enjoyed it. it was Final. Some, Final's cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was something that was just kind of fun. It was very intentional. Yeah. You know, it's like you, if you're going to listen to a record, you know that at some point you got to go and flip it. Yeah. You know, it's like you can't just like continuously listen and listen right. and listen. Right. Sounds different and you get to hold it in your hands. So it's, it's pretty cool. I definitely want to, I, when I, I'm moving into a new house um, sometime next month. Oh, nice. Away from this place. A, away from this place. This place is still going to be mine. I'm going to okay. use it as an income property. Um, your podcast uh, haven. Yeah. No, well, well, we're not anymore. Maybe not. Maybe not. So, so I have to rent it out as like a three bedroom, one bathroom in order for me to get what I think I need out of it. Three bedroom, one bathroom, one podcast studio. Yeah. So this, this will, <laughs> this room will be here. But the problem is, is that I don't think that if someone's using that next room as a bedroom, which is my office right now, if they're going to want to listen to us in here at eight o'clock at night saying, fuck hey, we this got a great guest that. tonight. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think they're going to want that, you know? Yeah. So, um, so what I'm probably going to do, we're, we're discussing options right now and where, where we could possibly move the studio to. He's got a space in his house. I've got a couple possible spaces at my new house. Um, so I think we're going to mm. be fine. What? Could you outfit the bunker? I don't think you would want to be in there. It would well, mo- you'd outfit shit. it, bro. <laughs> like, like put some, wait a minute, we could, we absolutely could. That'd be creepy as fuck. 
it, it would be a cave. So, so this, set a certain tone for the show. It yeah, would, it, like forward. you're gonna get murdered after the show. <laughs> that's what, that's, you're not the only person who said that. We're not just broadcasters. <laughs> We're still cold killers. <laughs> so new niche bodies, bodies laying around us. So this place I bought it's an old apple orchard, and so oh, it's wow. got this huge old apple barn that runs um, uh, north to south, and then on each side of it, the full length of the barn are these underground bunkers that they used to store the apples in. So I'm so glad you said apples. <laughs> yeah, not bodies. So they're um so they've got concrete dome ceilings. And they've got vents in them so wow. they breathe and they stay the the climate the temperature is always cool. It's concrete damp, floor. It's damp. Concrete floor. I mean, yeah, I mean you could No, you open the door and it's like horror movie. Uh, <laughs> someone got It's like uh, saw. It's someone got some shit happen to him. Oh down my. There. Yeah, it's it's I think they're cool. I think they're kind of cool. I think they maybe for a really because reduced I'm a rate. murderer. <laughs> No, actually, I wish I had gotten it for a really reduced rate. <laughs> that would have been cool, but that did, did they not disclose happen. any deaths at the property? No, nope, yeah. not a single Can't death. They cleaned all that blood up. <laughs> well, you know, out there, there's coyotes and rats and stuff. Out there, so like in the in the in the boonies, yeah. where it's where? on County W. Okay, so kind of between Frankie's and X. You know, out oh, there. Oh yeah, sure. You know where Bluff Road is? Sure, it's right by Bluff Road. Is it right on One Thirteen? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I remember. No, no, no. It's on W. Oh, on W, right? Right on that. W. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so it's two houses in from Bluff Road. Um, it's a cool place. Yeah, it's got 23 acres. Wow. Which I'm super excited Very about. Very nice. Yeah, so that was like the big selling point for me. And the house is great. It's like yeah. small. Are you, you going to still grow some apples? It's, there's seven apple trees out there right yeah. now, but they're kind of scattered amongst the property. Mm. It's more for the deer. Yeah, so yeah. They're, more, they're more deer food right now. Okay. Um, I think it'd be cool to have some fruit trees that I could actually harvest fruit on. Yeah, I'm going nice. to have a garden again, bro. I'm so excited about Very that. Very exciting. Yeah. And I when are you doing this? Um, I close on Thursday morning. Wow. Yeah, so in two days. Exciting. So when this thing comes out, I will have closed two months ago. Three. <laughs> Three months ago. <laughs> that's that's our is rate that of your, release. That's okay. about the editing time yeah. okay. lately. <laughs> our rate of release these days is like super. I had to super. take a day off of work just to edit just some to podcasts. Edit. Yeah, I, do no, I did notice that you release a show pretty fairly often, like we, fairly regularly. We did. We were very consistent for yeah. a couple of years. We were like in the top for minutes released <laughs> on Spotify. We were in the top like 96 percentile. Nice, nice. Yeah, for we released a lot of nonsense. Hmm. Yeah, well, it was our nonsense though, so it's what makes it beautiful. Right. But yeah, so this last, this last year has been one of the busiest years on record for both of us. And so we, in terms we, of the show or just your lives, life. yeah, just life, yeah, yeah. life yeah. more than, more life than the show. We we'll come in. We still have a regular Monday meeting. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we just, <laughs> can't. I mean, we started this thing so we could hang out. Yeah. Uh, that, like that was the number one reason we did this. And so it was like, sometimes we get in here and it's like, let's just shoot the shit. We don't need to record them. Yeah. You know, there's just times when it's just like, we just want to hang. But you do know? you still talk in front of the microphones with headphones on, even though it's not. We do. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes we do. You it's know, it's, it's weird because. Sometimes we sit on the couch and drink. Sometimes we sit here and just talk. And sometimes we talk with the headphones and the mics. <laughs> and, sometimes, and sometimes we record the podcast, go into a more personal conversation yeah. and have to delete 90%. Oh, of it. yeah. <laughs> that happens. Are there times when you have to hit pause or you just let it go knowing you can cut it out yep. later? We just let it go. Yeah, yeah. yeah we just let it go. <clears throat> He's the editing maestro extraordinaire. Nice. So, sometimes. <laughs> there's been a couple of pods we've had to delete hours and hours of wow yeah so we did a couple of whiskey podcasts where we that we'd sample various whiskeys brought in by various people and we'd have at least four people every time 
Yeah, no, the first one was three, first I guess. Three, first yeah. one was three. But we just get obliterated. Yeah, we've got eight whiskeys on the table, and you're drinking them each twice. <laughs> I yeah. was wondering about that, how you keep your wits about you, or maybe that doesn't Wait, matter. It so doesn't much. matter. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. So did you, if you listened, <laughs> I mean, have I, I have listened. How many yeah. have you listened to? Well, I listened to the Shawnee episode okay, yeah. in its entirety, and there did seem to be a jump from, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The last hour, there's, there's that definitely seemed to be something cut out, because all of a sudden, two and a half hours are, got yeah. cut out of that one. <laughs> Shawnee didn't leave until one thirty in the morning. Oh my. Yeah, oh, you guys held her. You kept her captive. No, no, you? no. She was <laughs> she was having the best time. We sat and talked for like another fifteen minutes after the after yeah, we I turned it leave. off. I yeah, think by the time she's got a lot of stories you. to tell. That's oh yeah, sure. she had a lot of stories to tell. Yeah. And, and <laughs> she is uh, making Jason famous. Yep, that's what yeah. she was doing. Yeah. yeah, I wondered how he uh, how he feel. He probably loves it, but mm. you know, it's, it's too much, too much at some point. I think at the very <clears> beginning, he didn't bother him at all. Yeah. Um, but then because our main sponsor is sex underwear. Oh, nice. Speaking of the devil. It's a drop now. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So <laughs> we, we're like, everybody, Hey, you got to buy sex underwear. So we were talking about it and Tyler Greenwood was on and who just made full time captain of the fire department in Baraboo, which is a, wow. a huge accomplishment for that man wow because he came from some deep dark places to get to where he is it's, it's so impressive congrats to him yeah congratulations to you sir um we were talking about the sex underwear and one of us brought up the python pouch and then it got into like jason has this huge schlong or whatever <laughs> and so and so we were at i was a swami stock and and uh we're sitting out there and Jason comes up. He's like, "Hey guys, how's it going?" I was like, "Good." Yeah. He's like, "Not as good as you." you know? Well, well, I've already had that conversation, uh, but it's like, he goes, he goes, "Yeah, I started your last podcast." He goes, "I had to shut the fucker off after seven minutes." He goes, "I was so tired of hearing." It. Uh, 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 <laughs> he was like, not having it. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I guess at some point, it's just like, let's move on. Let's change yeah. the topic. There's got to be new, new material. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, new material. New hey, everybody. Guest. Welcome to the show. Name that instrument. I believe it's a recorder. Yes. Yes. You are a real professional. So the very first, was it episode one or two? I don't know. Episode one or two or three. We talked about how when schools give out recorders, it's like the fucking most terrible thing you could give a kid. (laughs) Like, why would you choose to do that? And a parent, too, if they're bringing him home. And I'm coming from a, a parent's standpoint. From a kid's standpoint, I mean, who cares? You know, it's like they're barely practicing anyway, but they're blaring into it, and it is awful. And so we just started jamming on it, and then he's like, I think I still have my recorder. From, from fifth grade. Wow. <laughs> so he brought it in, recorded a little ditty, and now, <laughs> now it's part that of our intro. Right That's what we hear in the theme song. Yeah, nice. yeah. some people don't like it. Some people, it makes their ears bleed. Yeah, some people okay. complain about it. It's your it signature now. It you is. can't not use it. We can't change no. it. There's no way. No. No, mm. sir. John, um, what do you want? Um, I don't know. What, a little more of the same? Yeah, go ahead. Just a touch. Self-serve, my friend. Okay, thanks. Help yourself. Um, these, these two here, the Calumet 8 and 10, they're a tasty little duo. Um, I can't tell you if I remember which one I like better. I heard you say... I um, like the 10. When you get down to the bottom, 
you like to save those last couple of depending on the bottle yeah. for sure i like that idea yeah there's it makes you savor it, it you do and yeah. it's a, if it's a, especially if it's if it's a really special bottle so when shawnee was here speaking of that i had an 18 year old scotch and it was sherried and it was beautiful and this amazing scotch and uh shawnee's like i don't know if i want to drink scotch or not and i'm like well it's a special occasion. Let's, I'll have you try it. So she tried the scotch, and she finished the <laughs> bottle for me. I don't know. She probably had, what, two or three? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it was like, that was like, that was the moment. That's what that, the, the last drams were for, was for her to have those while we had this amazing conversation on the podcast. So I think it's like destined. You know, there's a, there's a reason for, to finish that bottle. So sure. I had a really another really amazing scotch. I finished it with my friend Bill when he moved into his first place after he got divorced. Little little like we're here, you know, little celebration. Nice. So it's like yeah, it's a ceremonial. It's, it really is. Yeah, it really is. It's it's a it's a good thing. So and now he's got so many that we don't finish any of them because we can't drink through that much whiskey. Do you have a whole cabinet that have just no <laughs> no left in the bottle? No. no, I've just got a whole cabinet that have <laughs> I've got bottles on top of bottles. It's that whole thing right there is full. I remember, yeah, seeing and that And then last time. I've got a bunch in the kitchen cabinet, and then I've got more in the basement. Um, so I put myself on a, on a buying freeze <laughs> for, a, for a little bit. So Kyle and I are going to um, going to do the Kentucky Bourbon Trail in nice. January. So I always go out to Asheville, North Carolina to get my tattoo work done in January. The guy who started it started in Baraboo, and then he moved out there. So... Kyle said one day, you know, you got to kind of drive through Kentucky to get to North Carolina. So we put together the trip and we're going to mm-hmm. head out there for eight days. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think we're only in Kentucky for four. Four days in Kentucky. Nice. Yeah. When is that happening? January 8th through whatever, whatever, 16th, cool. something like that. Yeah. So that's going to be a good trip. Yeah. And then my friend Bill and I are going to be going to Scotland in November. Nice. So I'll probably bring back a couple bottles of scotch from Scotland too. And I'm moving. And so it's like, I don't know. Yeah. And I got to, I got to start watching my budget. My house is, <laughs> right, my, new, right. my new, new place. place is, new my place. new place is a little, a little more expensive yeah. than the one I'm in right now. Well, well and then you start doing repairs and spending well, no, money on it. The beautiful thing about this place in the last three years has had a brand new roof, brand new windows, brand new appliances, nice. new flooring. New well pumps, new well pressure yeah, pretty, pretty like, Basically, everything is new, cool. which is amazing. New siding, all of it. Wow. So I'm grateful for that because uh, I'm still going to have to fix shit on this place. You so, have people, do you have people staying here now? Yeah, I've got guests upstairs right now as we speak. Nice. Um, and then uh, every weekend I'm booked. Um, and then hopefully someday when we decide where we're going to move this show to, I'm going to try to rent this space out as like a little studio office for somebody to use, like sure. a little business office. It's a nice space. These big windows, the curved mm-hmm. windows and the glass right downtown. It's a nice size space. I used to come in here and get my back cracked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is, used back to be, in the day. <clears throat> used to be the chiropractic office. It, mm-hmm. was, a, it was a coffee place. It was... Um, Before that? After. 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 You, you know, you know uh, um, Ryan Ramnerace? Yeah. Yeah. So him and Jason Moyer... Those two teamed up and coffee did, guys. Yeah, they did Lodge Coffee Roasters. Okay, in here. yeah, nice. Yeah. That was when they did what was that a pop up shop or whatever? They were sponsored for like a year. Or yeah, something. Oh like yeah, that it was shop. it was a downtown Baraboo sponsored yeah, yeah. pop up shop. Because Wolfgang was in your living room. <laughs> yep. 
You know Wolfgang Kalen? Uh, no. He's a um, urban. Urban Woodworks. What, yep. I want to know a Wolfgang. You, you, everybody should know. know a Wolfgang. He's a, he's a, he's a cool dude. So he, he makes these really intricate. Um, uh, it's like the the little uh, um speaker things. It's like a speaker for your phone, but it's all like just based on oh, the acoustics yeah. of the wood and how yeah, it bounces. Yeah. It's all just natural. Almost like a conch shell or uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, but he does it out of wood and they're they're really they, it sounds amazing they, wow. they actually work really well yeah That's and really it's cool. and it's just the speaker on your phone playing into the end of the wood there's no amplification no electronics yeah. anything just hangs out there yeah. and then he um he when he they're kind of like a, you know the old vitrolas when they had that sure it's just like that yep. you know so it's the super horn. yeah like the horn except yeah. for it's a wooden horn wow. they're beautiful he does That's great really work cool he's right downtown um do you know what the old radio shack is sure right next door to where the old radio shack is in one of those little offices he's right down there right on yeah so anyway enough about towns mm-hmm. and barebone and everything else enough enough about let's, let's, let's talk about let's talk about john swami okay so <laughs> i have known john i've known you john for quite a few years, a but, long I, but, time. But, but like not known you, known you. Right. So the first time you and I ever really had a chance to just sit down and talk was at Zach and Eva's grad party. Like, yeah, at length. Yeah. And I walked away from that conversation like, God damn, I want to know more about what this guy. What a douche that guy. No, is. dude. Oh, sorry. No, I, I, I can't express to you how much I really enjoyed that conversation. It was a memorable chat. It really yeah. was, man. Yeah. Like, like we were at this party full of people and I sat there and talked to you for like an hour. Yeah. You know, a high school went, grad party. went by quick. Yeah. yeah. So that was like, I really enjoyed that conversation. So, yeah. And then. More conversations. We had a nice conversation on the front porch. That we we had a wonderful, yeah. And I thought, I'm like, when are we starting the show, Ike? Um, we're like, <laughs> so there was a point like, you're telling me stories. I'm telling you, it's like, shouldn't we save this for the show? It's like, oh, we're not doing the show tonight. This is just hang. Yeah. This so is like, just hang oh, time. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Well, I just... I I didn't I didn't even pick up on it till like the third time you said uh, you're like yeah this would be a good story for the podcast and I'm like we'll get to that don't yeah, worry about we, it we'll get to that there's gonna be plenty of stories not for tonight podcast. though yeah. no huh yeah. so how did you come to Baraboo Wisconsin like for those of you that don't know like Kyle I don't my first times here uh, were in the 90s because I had good friends I'm still friends with them here they had a Halloween party. And it was always a good time. They lived kitty corner from the library on Birch. Birch and um, whatever that is. Um, but it was my first visit here from the big city. I was living in Chicago and didn't know where Baraboo was. Did they move here North from Chicago? Mass- no, they went, they went to UW, uh, college sweethearts, and then they ended up here for jobs. And they were living here. So I'd come visit them. And, but it would mm-hmm. be for the Halloween party. And it was in the fall. The colors are beautiful. Oh, There's yeah. so much charm to this town anyway. But in the fall, it's really special. And I always thought, wow, this would be cool. Like maybe someday I'll move here. I don't know. Because I always wanted to live in a small town. Mm-hmm. Growing, growing up in a big city, <clears throat> in a big like metropolitan suburban area, I just wanted to be away from that. And Baraboo kind of had that feel that I was looking for. So. Yeah, you did you so when you were growing up in Chicago, what was like what was your space like? Did you guys have a yard? I mean, what was your house like? We were in like a bungalow type house in Evanston when I was like my early years. Then we moved up this, you know, into the northern suburbs and had a house with a yard and Okay. So it wasn't such 
it wasn't like urban dwelling, but it was kind of tweener, Middleton-ish, mm-hmm. if that makes sure. sense. Oh, yeah, I know what you Then mean. we would move up. Yeah, we moved up into the the more affluent suburbs. My dad was a doctor, and so as he moved up the ladder, <clears throat> he wanted to upgrade living conditions, living situations. Well, so. that's, that's why you do it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's so. why you do it. So you, your dad was a doctor. Now, he isn't from here. He was from India. Okay. So, so how, to, how old was he when he came to India? Or came from to the United He States? was in his 20s. He was in um, medical school. He came here for his residency, Tacoma, Washington. Oh, nice. I yeah. got family. My kids in the live 60s, out there. and then made his way to Chicago at some point. And yeah, he was from India, and it was, you know, back then, truly the land of opportunity was is what America was all about. And so he came and um, looking to start a career, start a life. And, and that's what he did. So what, did he meet your mom here? Yeah, they met in Chicago. My mom was a nurse. Okay. And they were, you know, he was out with his doctor friends. She was out with her nurse friends. That's one like night. the classic story, right? right? The it doctor was, totally. and the nurse. They yeah. were at a pizza place, Connie's Pizza, I think. And um, just met and like sparks were flying and they hit it off quickly got married quickly and um yeah kind of a a quick romance from what i understand is your is your mom uh from is she from the states did she grow up here where she's from from southern illinois champaign okay like her extended family is from southern indiana so it's basically kentucky almost okay but she grew up in champaign and rockford and and then went to nursing school in Chicago. Hmm. Oh, so, so he met her in Chicago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right on. So was, was he like, is he like a little older than her, younger than her? He was older, um, six or seven years maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, there's always that story where it's like the doctor and the nurse or the doctor and like in the x-ray tech or the, it's <laughs> yeah. like you're, I think because they spend so much fucking yeah. time together, right? Proximity, right? Yeah. Yeah. Any, any other business that kind of happens too, like two lawyers hook up or a lawyer and a paralegal or a, you know, right. Even like a factory job, the foreman <laughs> hooks up with the, I don't know. Yeah. It seems like just by virtue of being around the, the sure. these people that you're, yeah. Gonna, yeah. Well, they like, you hear like people say, I've got a work wife or a work husband. You know, it's like you like they've got a they got a husband right. at home and then a work husband or, or a wife at home and a work wife. Right. And so it's I've I've never really like personally gotten the concept, but I've never been in a position where I felt like I was around somebody that much that was of right. the opposite sex that was yeah I don't know that would be that place. But it's like uh, um, I just choose not to say that because I have an actual wife and she'd just look at me like. <laughs> Gonna fucking murder somebody. (laughs) Can we go visit Ike's Apple Orchard? Kyle's gonna sit this topic out. (laughs) Hey, why don't you bring so and so over to Ike's new place and let's look at that bunker real quick? (laughs) Your your work wife, Kyle. Your orchard wife. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, don't call her that. No. No, that would be very bad. No. Erase. Let's let's beep. Let's ah. Does she listen to the show? (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. She's a. There you go. She's listening live. Yeah, she's, she's, uh, well, probably she's got a GPS monitor. Is my phone on? Nope. Okay. <laughs> no. She listens to all the episodes. There's, there's, she's like, always behind a few. Yeah. Do you well, guys, I do you guys listen to the episodes back? Generally, yeah. 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 I, I used to. I don't anymore because I listen back when I edit them. You edit, yeah. So yeah. I basically re listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I listen to them back and especially lately because I forget what we even talked about. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, <laughs> 
<laughs> we were just. I can imagine it's a lot of you know every show's two hours or something, and you know, well, especially the first ones were all at least three oh, minimum. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, minimum. Three. We just did. I mean, it's been a few weeks, but we did Christmas in July, where we recorded back during Christmas and we released it nice. in July. Six yeah. months later. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, like, like a lot of times when we like lately, the shit we talk about is so out of context. When we finally talk about it, <laughs> uh-huh. it really is. It's just like it hey, sparks your interest, man. It keeps you engaged. Like, wait, what did we actually talk about? Well, like, no, I have to listen. Happy Father's Day. And this is like, but Father's Day was three months ago. <laughs> shit like that. This Don't is, worry, John. We prioritize guests. We, okay. we actually do. We When we have a guest, that it gets released pretty quickly. Is there any preparation involved? I mean, the guest notwithstanding, but like your own show that you do on your own, do you prepare anything or you just kind of go no. hit record and hit how, record. How you we, yeah. There was a time where we're like, oh, we have a spreadsheet of topics we could talk about. We like do some research and we're like, yeah, let's not do no, that anymore. No. It becomes some work, you yeah, know? Well, and it, and it seems very like controlled. Yeah, it's, you know? yeah. it seems podcast It doesn't flow. It doesn't it's flow. It's a slippery yeah. slope because you, I would think you'd want to have some structure, like have an idea of what, like I, I listened to the Shawnee episode and I just, just uh, like just started making notes like, Oh, that's that might be a good topic, or oh, that might be fun to talk about. <laughs> yeah, but I don't even know if I want to look at it because it's like let's just have a conversation. Yeah. Right? That's why we call it. The conversation. Well, and typically, yeah. you like the Shawnee ones, you're like oh, that'd be a good conversation. Then we're on to something different. Yeah, in, thir- in thirteen seconds, you're like, but that was going to be a good conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it switches so fast. There's a little ADD. So, like, to this really, the, the, the <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm right. It. I'm right with you, man. <laughs> that's the thing that's the best about it. It's like it's just like when you and I had the conversation with Zach and Eva's. We talked about everything. Didn't matter. When we were talking out here the yeah. other night. Yeah. It didn't, all the subjects got covered. Yeah. You know, it really doesn't matter. That's the beauty of it, I think, is that it really is like, we're just. Well, before we go sideways, let's talk more, John, because I know more about his mom and his dad than about him. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I know, okay, yeah. John, nice to meet you. You too, Kyle. <laughs> I know a little bit about you too, as well, through the uh, hockey uh, community. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tom Fitz. Yeah. Okay. A good friend of mine. Gotcha. Yeah. He's actually know. the guy I was telling, telling you about, like, the reason I came here. They had, um, they had the epic Halloween oh, party. Okay. I went to high school with Kate and gotcha. visit them. And, yeah, so. That's yeah, I got connection. to coach both their kids. Great yeah. kids. Great family. Yeah, they played hockey all through their high school years, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. Gabe and George, I was the George young coach uh, where, like, for some of the tournaments, they were my ride. Ah, uh, funny. Like, yeah, it's just me, and I'm, like, 23. Uh, so you want to give me a ride to the tournament? Because <laughs> I don't awesome. want to drive myself there. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> They're such good people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're awesome folks. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yeah. So, anyways, you're a musician. I know that much about you. I am. Are you anything else? <laughs> um, a dreamer. <laughs> a dreamer. Hey, I like that. Um, Do you have a day job or is the music, music your Music kind job? of is, is the day life? job. Yeah, yeah okay. I've freelanced in a bunch of different um, areas for a long time, starting with advertising and uh, made some money doing that, making jingles for commercials and stuff like that. Also record bands, record, you know, whether it's a, a full band or a solo artist, you know, I do that kind of stuff, studio recording, studio mixing. Do you have a studio at your house? I mean, it's not unlike this. It's a room that I've made, you know, like with a computer and some what? equipment. How long have you known him? Why did we have to learn all this shit? <laughs> well, I didn't, when we it's started It's on my this Wikipedia shit. page. Uh, not really. <laughs> I'm going to pull up your Wikipedia page. This is the beauty of not preparing, right, though, no, right? Yeah. Like, no, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So you have a studio in your house. Do you, do you have, like, people come in and record, like a recording studio? Yes. 
Okay. Yes. Do you have like one of those crazy fucking booth things with the glass no, and stuff? No, not a crazy fucking booth thing. Um, it's just a room really like this, but that I've just filled with equipment. And I mean, I haven't done even any soundproofing or anything, but it's just a space where I can put up some mics and record mm-hmm. my own music or other people. And um, yeah. So how would you say like <clears throat> how it comes out compared to a studio you would go someplace and rent out for however much thousands of dollars? How it comes out, like how it sounds? Yeah, audibly, yeah. I feel like I'm right up there. That You know, it's funny because in this day and age, the fidelity of a recording is not as important as it used to be because think about what you listen to music on your phone mm-hmm. or a small speaker or a wooden, yeah. <laughs> a wooden ear. <laughs> a horn. Yeah, a horn. Um, and with the emergence of more lo-fi recordings like the White Stripes and the Black Keys and that kind of stuff, um, you know, our collective ears have adapted to that. So there isn't that higher standard that we're, you know, our ears want to hear. It's just, is it a cool song? Does it sound cool? It can sound dirty, you know? So, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and with the advent of home recording gear, like you can get really close in your bedroom or on a laptop, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's, you know, the idea of a pro, su- pro studio and pro studio sound is not as unattainable as it used to be. So that's those reassuring. We need a lesson. Before you leave, can you give us a lesson on how to work this thing? Sure. Well, you sound. I've listened to the show. It sounds good. I think you, Kyle does. I think a, you're I think doing you do a good a job. job, man. Right. I think you do. The a thing great that job. can drive me crazy sometimes with podcasts is the choppy editing. Like oh. people don't listen to the dialogue. There aren't natural pauses. It's like it gets. It's and I, your your show sounds great, but there are other shows out there where it's just like very unnatural clips. Oh. And See, oh. there's sometimes where I edit and purposely make it choppy, so you know we cut it. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, for effect, yeah, yeah. Intense, but if you're just intent. cutting the conversation yeah. to make it flow, but you hear those choppy, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, yeah. weird. There's there's so many podcasts too, right? Yeah. So w- when we started this, we talked about it's like okay, so we're gonna have three listeners, <laughs> like <laughs> max. That's gonna be, and it. they're all in this room. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, that Bill's was three of them. <laughs> yeah, it was him and I and our friend Bill. That was it. <laughs> Um, and then we would get like 30 listens. It's like, whoa, hey, how about that? 30 listens. Like, we're really getting some traction. One guy from Spain was listening oh, to nice. us. Oh, nice. a VPN. I'm pretty sure it's a VPN. Nice. A VPN. <laughs> yeah. What was his feedback? Anything or just? Well, we don't get feedback. Like, really? No, no, nobody really ever gives us any feedback. Well, you, I, you made a comment on a show I was listening to where it's like, from out of the blue, somebody will say, you're full of shit, man. Oh. Because they're listening to an older episode. We, you're like, what are you talking about? We get text messages from I our friends. I guess that's feedback. Yeah, it's that not is re- feedback. I mean, it's feedback, yeah. We, out we, of the blue. It is. So I guess so I, I was thinking like emails or whatever, like people from the actual like oh, people yeah. that listen to it that aren't our friends. <laughs> but <laughs> our, It's our, all just our friends. <laughs> it's all, that's true. So it's like, uh, but yeah, like. I get text messages saying grid episode or. Yeah. Or like, oh, this Great topic. We should talk more about That's that. That's cool. I get text messages like, "You're full of shit." You're full of shit. Tell Kyle to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I I get text messages. The last one was like, "Good lord, I have so many thoughts on this episode," and, and so I'll be like, "I haven't even listened to it." And, and then this this listener, she got back to me and she goes, "She goes, what? As soon as you listen to it, call me." And it's like, all right. Is this a listener you know? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Her. Okay. Yeah. She she likes to buzz Kyle's chops because Kyle likes to bring up controversial subjects. Well, I wonder about the backlash because you know we're just talking, but right. it's going out into the you know interwebs. Have we really yeah. received backlash? I don't know. I think you know when we first started this, we were aware of that. 
Mm-hmm. And we start we sta- started stating like, look, this is a non-judgmental conversation. We're gonna fuck up in thoughts, and we're gonna correct ourselves, and we're gonna we're gonna learn. And but between two friends, the conversation we're having isn't with the X amount of listeners. It's between Ike and I. And I know yeah. Ike's not gonna judge me, and I'm not gonna judge him. Yeah. And we're just gonna talk and be real. Now, if we say something stupid, stupid, where you know I have to edit it, then we're gonna edit it. But. But that's how you keep it authentic. Like, oh, right. It's yeah, like, you know. Yeah. Very much. That's like, cool. The people who... And the people, if you can't listen and understand, like, we mean no malice on these conversations. Right. And yeah. you just want to attack me because I th- said what I felt at that moment. Yeah. Well, then, yeah. get bent. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's your show. <laughs> exactly. Who are you trying it's to our, please? It's our fucking show, man. As long no, as your wife Cancel it for upset. three of you. God. Yeah, no, it's... It's very much just, it's, and the flow is what makes it, I think, what it is. You know, yeah. the, the way we can bounce from subject to subject. And, yeah. You know, I remember when we first started recording, your, your um, brother-in-law, Dylan, mm. he would text you about, oh, man, like, I was listening, and I just wanted to, like, I wanted to say something. Like, uh-huh. I, I, I had something to add, you know, and it's just like, if someone says that, then we're, we're doing what we set out to yeah. do. But I also yeah, get yeah. the feedback, like, People feel like they're in the room and they start talking and answering the questions yeah. we're saying. Like, oh, wait, I'm talking <laughs> yeah. to nobody yeah, but yeah. myself. Yeah. It's very conversational. Yeah. Yeah. You get to a point where you forget you're listening to a show. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. and, that's, and that's the fun part. Because yeah. we forget, other than like the, obviously the headphones and the mic, there's a lot of times we start <laughs> letting shit fly. Like yeah. we, we don't even think we're on, on a <laughs> podcast. It's like, oh, the red button's on. And then sometimes we ambush people. <laughs> True. Bill, Meaning but, what? Like but, you'll be recording and not tell him? Or? So yeah. So our buddy Bill, who's a uh, multiple time guest on the on the show and and like the butt of many jokes, we love him to death. So we were testing out the studio equipment and we said you should come over. So Kyle and I were in here and he had he had hit the record button and we were just bullshitting about whatever. And then Bill walked in and he sidled up and he threw his headphones on and we we're all talking and and we talked about some. <laughs> some wild shit for about 20 minutes and then kyle said do you think we should tell him we're recording and he's like fuck you guys <laughs> so yeah. now we just threaten him that we're gonna drop it's just blackmail now. <laughs> nice yeah we're gonna drop this episode soon <laughs> so but yeah he's he does he's our call-in guy like sometimes we'll he'll call in do and we'll take Bluetooth calls him. only him oh only we can it's, yeah we can it's Build only the him. caller he is he he's supposed to be our it guy so originally, so you were supposed to be the, the researcher when yeah. we're full of just bullshit. He's supposed to figure out. Oh, what we're yeah. Actually See, talking I like about. that idea. The fact checker. Yeah, yeah. He's the fact checker. Cause there'll always be something like, well, wh- what is that? What happened in that? Oh. What, who? And look, go look that up for us. You know? Yeah. We yeah. wish we, well, I don't know. We're so full of shit half the time. Yeah. We it's come, cool. What about is. the other half? Well, then no, they're half were right. <laughs> and then there's the other yeah, half. The other half were correct. Full you know? shit one Could half. I make a switch to um, yeah, a lower, a lower octane? Throw the. Give him Whatever some, you think. Uh, some of that. Did you have that's that? That's 100. Okay, so give him the eight. Or yeah, Buffalo Trace. Buffalo yeah, Trace is always good. solid. I'll do this first. These yeah. are both 90. Nice. This yeah. is good. Okay, so ADD. ADD. So you're all about music. You got a recording studio. You do some side gig stuff. Yep. I play then... a lot of live shows with a lot of different bands. I'm in seven or eight different bands oh, right wow. now. Yeah. And um, talk about misinformation, Ike. What? <laughs> You told me this guy didn't perform minus his Swami stock. No, that was oh, once wow. a year. One, no, it's, it was that one band, Happy Ashtray. Okay. That, yeah. I'm in a couple bands that only play a few times a year, and that, and that is one of them. My own uh, pet project, I guess. My own original stuff, Happy Ashtray, also on Spotify. 
Uh, but I play in some other cover bands and I play in support. You know, I play bass in a few different bands. Okay. Um, and it's just fun. I love the variety and I love the camaraderie. You know, it's not just about the music. Like you say, like for this, it's about getting together and, uh, that social time. Cause I, I'm such an introvert. I would be home if I didn't play music. I'd just be in my house all the time mm-hmm. watching movies and being stupid. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Kyle's an introvert. Um, <laughs> I like movies. Yeah. <laughs> home theater. Um, but music gets me out. It gets me, you know, it gets me social. It's opened a lot of doors. I've met a lot of people through music. And so I'm grateful for that. Um, but the live stuff does take up a lot of time. So it's sure. sort of like two different worlds, the studio world and the live world. Cause there's all kinds of preparation and stuff for the live shows. Yeah. You actually have to practice that. Shit. Exactly. Rehearsals, <laughs> and get ready for that. And once that's done, it's like, okay, well I want to go do something completely different. You know, I'm not going to record music now or that's what I've found over the last 20 years or so is that it's, it's tough to do both. Mm-hmm. And I have to choose one mm-hmm. or the other. Yeah. And so winter time is more for, making music and recording and stuff like that. More time in the studio. Yeah. It's a perfect time, really. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. like our downtime. And when it's nice out, like, I don't want to stare at a screen. Sure. Like, I'm kind of done with that. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, look at our drop podcast drop rate, man. It's summer. Once a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're kind of an amateur photographer. Like I you- went to school for it, actually. I never, like, was a professional photographer working on my own. I worked for photographers. I worked at um, a wedding photographer. I worked in his dark room. Um, but I, yeah, as, as far as my own stuff, I am technically an amateur. Are you okay there? Careful. No. Whoa. Do you like, terrible. do you like taking the pictures or do you like editing? Love. I love both actually. Yeah. I, um, love taking pictures, more of a candid sort of thing. Um, love nature landscapes. Your nature and landscapes. You've taken some really amazing photos. Thanks. I've seen. We live in a beautiful part of the world and I, that's another draw, like not just the charm of Baraboo and the people, but we live, this is a beautiful part of the the Midwest. Um, I come from total flatland uh, right. area yeah. of Chicago and the no hills, you know, no valleys, no. no nothing at all. So to come up here, like into Dane County and Columbia, it's like whoa. So what kind of wildlife? I mean, there's got to be not much for wildlife down there. There's deer, you know, where I grew up. Yeah, where you grew up, mostly deer. Yeah, and the usual, you know, raccoons and right. that kind of stuff. We get like some crazy birds here. I never really saw a wild turkey until I moved here. Really? Never saw a turkey. Like, what are those weird look? Oh, it's a turkey. <laughs> Honest to God, you always just saw them in the freezer I see at the, the grocery wild store. Turkey egg. Oh yeah, we we had so we when we did. I told you we did the camp out, right? Yeah, yeah. So one of the years on the camp out, the the young men were out trouncing around in the woods, and they came across a turkey nest, and and they were like. What it would be like to eat one of those, like if it was a chicken egg, and so and so they brought they they brought three of them back. Did they bring three? They brought turkey three, egg. three turkey eggs. Yep. So we we told them we, we said if you bring that back, you're Not eating good. it. No. Oh, super gaming. Yeah, really? It was, it was like oh. past the, the age. <laughs> oh, you oh, eat an egg. it was probably like half fetus. <laughs> It was not half fetus. Oh. It was not half fetus. Oh. I scrambled them. I know it wasn't half Did fetus. Did it look like a chicken you egg? You know what? is going to be all over her ass now. <laughs> no, it, no, it's big. It's a big egg. It's like, but it's a chicken. But, it's but a, yeah. There's look. a white and a yolk? Yeah, yeah. It's just it was looked, the size of what? Like a softball? Wow. Yeah. No. Tennis ball. That's, that's an ostrich. Tennis but ball. it wasn't a good like, eater. More like a, more like ish racquetball, tennis ball. Okay. Like, you know, but it really. It wasn't a good eater? No. They, so 
in my mind, I don't think it was that they were past due. I think it was just that they there was no fetus in there. There was no little little <laughs> beak not eating inside. Corn. No, it, it was very gamey. It was super yeah, gamey. They're just yep. eating sticks and shit. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was it was it was like a, the difference between eating um, a, a venison steak and a corn fed beef is like a chicken False. to a turkey. No way. It was like eating the mud line of a fish <laughs> versus <laughs> mud line. Uh, it was it was like bottom it was feeder pretty bad. fish it was gaming. pretty bad it was wow bad. it was yeah. pretty bad okay no thanks was Maybe. that the same year with the mushrooms no mushrooms what uh different ding, ding, mushrooms ding, ding, ding. different oh. mushrooms <laughs> never mind uh morels oh yeah morels. those are good yeah um are you good at, are you good at finding know. morels no. No. There was one year we were really good. <laughs> and we ate a lot. <laughs> yeah, we made ourselves sick. Uh, uh, we Well, we thought all these, we had these young men out there and we're like, oh. We had like eight or nine dudes plus four mentors. Yeah, it was a pile. And we, and we found three like grocery bag things, like Ooh. plastic bags full of morels. Ooh. And so we were like, Kyle and I came in, we were floating down the bluff. We were Ooh. so fucking excited. Yeah, like, we were just dancing. We're like, these kids are going to have a feast like they've never known before in their lives. And so we're so excited. We're telling them about them. And they lick those mushrooms. They're like, yeah, no, no thanks. That, that was after we they cooked them. They weren't into them? No, they wow. didn't. Nope. They're lost. One kid ate one bite of one mushroom out of... After we fried three grocery wow. bags. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, then, so then Kyle and Logan and I well, ate yeah, them all. Yeah, I hope you... <laughs> Everyone. There was too many, too many. Oh, oh, oh my God. Yeah. The next day... I've never had so much gut pain in my life. <laughs> the next day <laughs> was like the worst hangover you've ever had in your life times two. Wow. It was like, yeah, you're, it, was, it, was, it wrecked your guts. Wow. My guts were... It was I wouldn't bad. think was, that. You know, a simple vegetable... The fungus, but it, it, I, I think it's because it, we're not used to eating them, right? You know, I think if I think if not I was in that quantity, well, no, well, then I think if <laughs> and there's probably like four sticks of butter in there. Oh, oh there yeah, was a lot well. of butter too. Yeah, there was a lot. There's, there's <laughs> that. It's it a perfect story. Like those just help lube things up. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, um, no, I, I, I think with wild anything wild, if you don't eat much of it, then you're not your system isn't used to it. It's like going to another country and eating the food. Right. You know, it's like right. you, you're not used to those spices. Be not used to, yeah, yeah, you just gotta you gotta, you know, ease into that. And we yeah. we went whole hog. We just went to Dude, town. I bet you'll find a bunch at your new place. I heard from the owner that there's a lot of morels right. out there. Now and we know I, where we're going. Apple, I found apple flavored. I, I found chicken of the woods there too already. Nice. You know what chicken of the woods is. I, well, I'm not personally, but yes, I know of what you speak. <laughs> Which is a great name for a mushroom. Yeah, there's chicken chick of the woods. Chicken of the woods, and then there's hen of the woods. That reminds me. Remember when Jessica Simpson thought chicken of the sea meant there were actual chickens in the oh sea? Oh God, that poor that poor girl. Like Hollywood did not do good things. To She'll her. never live that down. No, 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 no. There's well, John's initial reaction to mushrooms. What's the psychedelic mushroom? What's that called? Uh, good time. Good time. <laughs> good time. Yeah. I've, I've never partaken in psychedelic really? mushrooms. Yeah, I want to. I've always been nervous about it. I, like, if I want, if I was ever going to do it, I would want to do it with somebody who would like have my back. Yes, that like have done it before, so they can kind of explain it to me. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to yeah. be in a space where, yeah. you know, I'm not going to like wig out or whatever. Yeah. So that's that's kind of like I, the first time I ever got offered mushrooms was at your show, the very first <laughs> Swami stock. Really? So yeah. <clears throat> so I was there with my with my first wife, and one of the one of the bands was there, um, and. Uh, 
they were like, it was like going to rain a little bit. So everybody's packing shit up. So we were helping them carry their gear into the shed. And so we we're carrying it in there. And this guy's like, Hey man, thanks so much. You know, he goes here, have a, have a, have a piece of chocolate bar. <laughs> and then I, I'm like, thanks. And I, and, and I just like, Oh, thanks. Grabbed it out of his hand. Like, Oh, he's giving me chocolate. That's so nice of him. <laughs> and so then, Thank you, sir. I, it was a, thank you very much, sir. That's very kind of you. Is this Hershey's? Here you so, go, little fella. That's <laughs> what it was. Right. So I look at it in my, and I'm, and I'm about ready to eat it. And I looked at it in my hand and I go, Huh? <laughs> it was just, I had a moment of clarity and I go, so what's in this? And he goes, Oh, psilocybin, man. And I'm like, okay, so I'm probably going to pass. Like I was just not, my kids were there. Yeah. I was, I didn't, yeah. I didn't feel good about time it. And, yeah. The setting, the time, I mean, that, that's important. Plus like the dose, how much you take is right. very important. I, I like, what's a, what's a, not, not that like, you know, personally, but if you were to kind of say, what would be a dose that would be like, how would you, it's, get. it's difficult to say because it's based on your body mass. Okay. So a larger person needs a little bit more than a smaller person. Sure. It also depends like, what do you want to feel? Do you want to just take the edge off or do you want to trip? Do you want to see some hallucinations like fun little, like the walls are breathing and okay. that kind of stuff. Um, too much is too much. It's not fun. It's kind of a drag. It's like a bad trip. Yeah, it's just too intense, and you just want to get off the ride, except it lasts, you know, a few hours. Mm. <clears throat> so I've found the right dosage is really the most important part. And, you know, microdosing psilocybin is a big deal right now. It's not even like you want to get high or trip. It's just about, it's almost like an antidepressant. Right. And it's sort of managing your moods, managing your anxiety as you go through the day. Um, really intrigued by that. There's a lot of research going into yeah. that right now. Oh yeah, yeah. There are clinical studies. You can go to a clinic and mm -hmm. do a psilocybin test and have guides like you were talking about and kind of hold your hand through it. And it's really fascinating. Yeah, and they're doing that with um, with uh, LSD as well. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And MDMA. Molly. MDMA. Yep. I have a yeah. friend who did an MDMA test. She said it was life changing. Really? Yeah. In what way? Uh, it was using the drug in a responsible way with experts around her. And first of all, the drug just is like euphoria in a tablet. Okay. Like it, 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 I've, I've never done it, but it's, it's from what I hear and what she described. And to have somebody there like, sh like guiding the way is very helpful because there's no anxiety about it. Like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I'm doing this right, but oh, somebody's sure. there telling you this is how it should be. And so she went on this trip. So then you trust and you can like lean yeah. into it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Without any fear mm. of a downside or a, you know, oh, I did too much, you know, so mm -hmm. it's really interesting. And for a clinical use, I mean, I've heard it can help with alcoholism. It can help with it, you know, depression and anxiety. And I've heard some of the stuff helps with MS and, and yeah. other like Parkinson's. Parkinson's. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's amazing. Really? What, what and when they started classifying all these drugs, was it schedule? Was it schedule one? Schedule one. Schedule or, one? Uh, yeah. yeah. Then it was like, it, it was out of fear? You know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, I think uh, it was during the Nixon administration when the, the war on drugs kind of yeah. started. Well, and, wasn't that Nancy Reagan? Yeah, that came later. Oh, okay. Um, She's, Nancy Reagan was just say no. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but there's a great documentary on Netflix. Um, that Michael Pollan, I think, is behind, if you're familiar with him. Great writer about sounds the name and, sounds familiar yeah yeah uh, but it talks about the history of LSD and and uh, psilocybin and like some Swiss doctor just 
discovered LSD as like a as like a medicine. Yeah, and I've heard that. Yeah. So Rogan talks about it a lot. And I don't know if you ever listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. I don't. But I, I, I listen to it. I don't know. I don't listen to every episode, but I, I dabble in. I certainly listen to quite a few of his episodes. And he talks a lot about how he does mushrooms and, and MDMA and, and how he uses it as like a tool, you know, and he said he loves it. He said there's nothing better than it. And if you do it in the right way in a controlled environment where it's like you, you're not going to you're not going to have those really bad trips. You're not going to have right. those things happen where exactly. you end up in the neighbor's yard. I didn't take you know? too much. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, people use Xanax in that way. People use Zoloft in that way. Prozac. I mean, alcohol, what, whatever. Yeah. To, to detriment, yeah. detrimental effects, but whatever you find that gets you, I don't want to say get, get, gets you through the day, but like helps your daily life. I mean, I think that's, so do you, do you believe in, in better living through chemistry? Sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, short no, answer, sure. yeah. yeah. Well, well, okay, so, so there's a longer answer there in a, se- in a sense that like, okay, so there's, would you consider like um, psilocybin isn't necessarily chemistry, that's nature, right? Well, I mean, there's chemistry in nature, you could say, I mean, sure, but I mean, so so chemistry as far as like Xanax, Zoloft, it's not synthetic, right? It's not yeah. synthetic. It's not. It didn't come out of a lab, right? You know, to which is seems to be more of the drugs that 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 the U.S. pushes yeah. are the lab drugs. Well, anything they can make money off I was of, say right? Fun. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so one of the things that I think about, like in my life, is like the. I know I have a lot of family members who have, have used alcohol and nicotine and different things to a sure. detriment because, you know, when they get home, they want to relieve stress. They want to just take the load off. They're like, everything's heavy. And so when it gets to that point, I feel like that's where it becomes a, that's, that's where it becomes a negative, a net negative where you're using it as a tool to erase whatever's happening outside the world. that's bad. So you yeah. can forget about it. Escape. It's an escape. And and so, like, as, I, as I've gotten older and I can look back at my family members that use alcohol mostly as an escape, you know, it's like, okay, so what can I do? I can appreciate alcohol and, and I can drink it with my friends and, and use it and enjoy it. But at the same point in time, like, what am I doing with my body to, like, alleviate everything I possibly can naturally before I lean on a, a, a drug, right. you know? It's like I've got. To, I was diagnosed with attention deficit disorder when I was 31, and um, the first thing they did was prescribe me drugs. Wow! And I was like, "Fuck you!" Wow! What drugs? It was Adderall. Yeah. Right away, it was Adderall. Yeah. Wow! And and my doctor's like, "Well, you got to get on Adderall." And I'm like, "No, I don't want to get on Adderall because I went to some like support group meetings for adults with attention deficit d- disorder." How did that diagnose come about? I'm just curious. Were you? Did you have some symptoms you were w- wondering about, or I mean? So how it came about, it's a, it's a great question because um, it was uh, up until I was, even after I was diagnosed with it, I thought it was fake. I thought attention deficit disorder was a complete hoax. It was something that people made up as an excuse. Like climate change. Yeah, like that. Pretty much. <laughs> you know, all these things, all these hoaxes. <laughs> Where's, do we have a rim shot? That was solid. I don't know which button it is. Pick where, a color. Where is it green? Just do the sax thing again. Oh, oh there it Kyle is. <laughs> with the tip in. Ah, do you guys have a sponsor yet? Yeah. 
Is it <laughs> coupon code Kyle and Ike at checkout? Get yourself zero percent off, but you let them know we sent you. If you hey, haven't tried hey, Saks nice. underwear yet, ladies and gentlemen, nice. please pick yourself up a pair. They hold the boys just like they're supposed to be held. Little up, little to the side, little to the other side, little aired out, so you don't get that sweaty sack. You don't get the rubbish. <laughs> little to the side, <clears throat> centered. Center. I was gonna say centered, off the side, bro. off the side. Yeah, okay, you said little off to the side. side. I did. We gotta work. I got. I gotta work on my edit that. center, man. Attention. Center. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. You ever, have you ever tried wearing a pair of Saks underwear? No. Oh my god, it's no. the greatest underwear known to mankind. It really is. I like when I when we first started talking about this underwear, I went ham. I was like, I, we gotta get some Saks underwear. I did buy myself a pair because of like actually I bought a three pack. Yeah, I've wow. got. I've got like they must love you guys. Yeah, man, coupon code. Kyle, have like you it, check out. I told you. you. <laughs> no, no, no. Code. Well, we, we always say get 0% off at checkout. Perfect. Yes. But you let them know we sent you. Yeah, let them know we sent you. <laughs> I, I, we maybe, I bet you we've sold a pair or two. I bet. We're on episode like 70 something. <laughs> that we've talked about them. And we've talked about them for at least 70 episodes. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. They've yeah. gotten their Keep exposure. Keep working it. Keep working it. Yeah. It'll well, happen. Yeah, it's it going to happen. Jason said, he's like, have you ever contacted them? I'm like, no. And he goes, you should just call them. He goes, they probably just send you some free shit. Yeah, they would. And I'm like, I don't know. Not if they listen to our podcast. <laughs> I don't know if they send us. So we, you, we were talking about getting a, our own pair of sacks where they customize it. <laughs> yeah. and so we we're thinking both our faces like on each thigh and oh, then the sweet. junk just being the microphone. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's wow. going to be the greatest pair of sacks underwear ever. Wow. If you want our faces, I sense junk. a run on those. So get yours early. <laughs> no, no pun intended. <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> oh, my. So. Sacks underwear. What the fuck were anyway, we, we talking about? Oh, Anywho. we're talking about um, attention deficit disorder. Right. So, Adderall. I, I went to a couple of uh, support group meetings in Madison. They have this group called CHAD, C H A D D. Don't ask me what the acronym means, but it's for, um, I think it's ch- children and adults who have attention deficit disorder, something along those lines. <laughs> something. Something. I there. wasn't paying attention. Yeah. So, <laughs> I went to the meetings, and um, at first, when, the, when the, I f- was first diagnosed, they're like, well, you you know, you fit all the criteria. I think this is what's going on. You you have attention deficit, and it's not the ADHD. I don't have the hyperactive. Oh, so just ADD, just ADD. <clears throat> and and I was like, fuck you, I don't have ADD. And they're like, no, no, you really do. It's like, no, it's fake. That's something people make up because they're weak. Like that in my in my mind. No, I'm serious. That was my mind. It was like it was like people make up. You're that not shit alone because they're weak, right? You're so not alone. That's what's what that's what I believed at yeah. the time. Yeah. So I went to these meetings, and um, the first meeting blew my fucking mind because I sat there in this room with 25 other people, and it was 25 people that told my story. Wow. From like beginning to to midlife, they told my story. And I was like, holy shit, this is real. It blew my mind. So then I'm like, okay, now what do I do with this? They want to give me drugs. Five people out of that group, one of them said that he hates the way the drugs make him feel, so he's just high 24-7. And then four others just complained because their doctors wouldn't continue to up their prescriptions because they needed more. because their tolerance would go up. Right. Wow. And so, well, and the thing with Adderall, when you get the extended release, when you first start taking it, it makes such a dramatic change in your process. But then after three, four weeks, the change still exists. You just don't feel it anymore. Mm. 
You know, yeah. it's still there. You're yeah. like, it, I, I operated on a, on a higher level. I would remember things that I couldn't remember before. I could do more than, more than one thing at a time and not get distracted. You know, it was like, it was amazing. But then after a month, it was that plateau period where I was still doing those things. I just didn't feel it anymore. Mm. It didn't feel like I was still having the effect. And so I, I could understand why these people wanted more because you lose the, the feeling that you're, that you're doing better, you know? Um, wow. So, but when I heard them say that, I was like, that's the last thing I want to do. The last thing I want to do is get on some fucking drug that's going to make me think I'm always going to need more of it. Right. That freaked me out. I did not want to do that. They almost make it that way. So you'll always take it for the rest right. of yep. your life. It's exactly what it's they scary. do. It's scary. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and that's, I didn't want to have an altered Ike. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. want to have this different version it's of a me. Great band name, by the way. Altered Ike. I'm going to, we should write, what's, we don't need to write down. It's on here. We don't, we Done. don't write shit down. Done. Hit a beep. Add it to the other <laughs> million dollar ideas. Oh, we have a lot of those. <laughs> uh, breakfast flavored ramen. <laughs> oh, I like that. Hey, hey Tyler's going to be so happy. Breakfast yes. flavored ramen. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh. <laughs> I love that so much. Why, that it, is amazing. It doesn't sound very controversial. I, I think no, it would be so a big hit. <laughs> I had to cut that out of the last podcast. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, I because that. it's a winning idea. No, no. Oh. We, we have an idea. We have an idea for the next. So Tyler Greenwood's been on two times. And, and this, the second one, he goes, so it's basically the Tyler Greenwood show now. And if you know Tyler, that's like totally him. And so he came on and. And we got to the end of the episode, and we were, I mean, we were running for a while. Yeah, we were. And he goes, we were running out of, actually, we were running out of room on our disc. And he goes, he goes, hey, guys. Oh, he goes, okay, wait, wait, wait. Before you end, this is what we got to do. He goes, I got one more bomb to drop on you guys. Are you ready? And we're like, yeah. And he goes, are you ready? And we're, he's <laughs> like. so pumped. He was so pumped. He was so intense. And we're like, yeah, bring it to us, you know. And he's like, trillion dollar idea. And so he goes, breakfast, flavored ramen <laughs> and it was just fucking crickets i think it's great no i think it's great no for us <laughs> we were just like okay okay we were full-on crickets you know and and then he's like Are those crickets it sounds like bats it says crickets <laughs> i don't know <laughs> said crickets on the file man <laughs> i took out the no 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 <laughs> Oh yeah, we had, like from a horror movie. We, it, was, it was supposed to be. But it sounded it, more it, like an orgasm. Oh my god! It, it did. It sounded more like an orgy than it did that a horror is movie. Great. It was amazing. So then he would start hitting it a really inopportune <laughs> time. It was bad. It was bad. Oh. So yeah. Anyways, yeah. it was yeah. his wow. great idea, and we we thought, yeah, good, cool idea, man. Yeah. So it's like bacon and egg, or what? Like the flavor. It, it, maple syrup yeah. first. He oh, said maple oh, syrup. Oh wow. See. See, I like that idea. See, I'm not a big ramen person, but I love breakfast. See, I think that's Tyler's thing is he's a breakfast guy. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think he's a, he's, he loves breakfast. So he's like pancakes, maple syrup. Um, he did say bacon. And we were trying to figure out, like, how would you get bacon flavor in there, like in the ramen, you know? I think just, you know, chopped up bacon. <laughs> yeah. Actual bacon, not bacon bits. Right. But how, but how do you do that in, like, a 29-cent package of noodles? Um... Raise the price to thirty-two yeah. cents. Raise the right. Well, then, but then it's that's not ramen question. anymore. You know, well, it's like yeah. that's, that's the appeal to ramen. Is it's question. a poor man's meal. Right? Does ramen come uh, with like a flavor pouch? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So Cheap you, ramen does. You yeah. put yeah. the you put the bacon in the in the pouch. You'd have to. Or you have a separate bacon. Now, to pouch. be clear, 
ramen doesn't have to be cheap. You can go to like really fancy. Oh yeah. Oh sure. Oh like, yeah. But that's not the that's yeah, not yeah. the ramen Kyler, Tyler was talking about. No, I know that no. he was talking about being fancy and boiling water instead of microwaving it. So <laughs> that's when <laughs> he gets fancy. bougie. He gets bougie. He throws that in a pot on the stove. <laughs> he, he said his wife walked in and went, "Whoa." You're boiling it? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, baby. We're taking all the stops wow. out tonight. Wow. Well, here's a hot take. I don't own a microwave. Oh, really? Hey. Yeah. So you cook everything? I cook everything. Do you use cast iron? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm a big cast iron guy. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just uh, thinking I need a, I only need a one-button microwave, and that's the add 30 seconds button. <laughs> what do you cook most in the microwave? Is it, is, or I should say, how much do you use your microwave versus other stuff in your kitchen? To I, I rarely use my microwave. Yeah. Same. It's just to reheat stuff. Yeah. Typically. yeah. Like that's well, you have kids. It probably helps to have kids heating up their food and stuff or not. not yeah. Really. Um, yeah, I suppose. Like they do oatmeal in the morning, and typically that's microwaved. Yeah, yeah. But so I do meal prep. So like I'll cook all my meals, like my lunches <coughs> and dinners for a week. For the week. Yeah, and so it's like. Don't it's, you get tired of that though? No, because by Thursday you're having the no. same breakfast ramen. No, it's not. It's chicken breast and rice and broccoli. Well, you're a healthy. You're yeah, a healthy I'm guy. A, I'm, I'm. I do turkey and chicken and yeah. and rice and steamed vegetables and stuff like that. Is food more a u- utility for you, or do you? Are you kind of a gourmet, a kind of a it's, foodie? It's like, I'd say it's 80% utility, 20% yeah. gourmet. Just fuel for your body. Yep. <clears throat> you don't care so much. Just put it in. Yeah. 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 It's, Interesting. it's fuel until, unless I'm on vacation. If I'm on vacation, then fucking it all goes out the window. What's your go-to vacation cheat meal that you can't wait to have? Oh, man. No matter where you are. Oh, no matter where I am? Yeah. Just like your... That's that's really hard because I'm always we're shooting going to for Denny's. something that's awesome. Honey, no, we're going. No, fuck that. Grand fucking slam. No, no, no. If I'm going, if I'm on vacation, I'm going to some restaurant where I'm going to eat some fucking a nice steak. Yeah. Seafood. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what I'm going to shoot for if nice. I'm on vacation. Nice. Like I'm going to go. I'm going to put the garlic butter oh, over that baked, yes. twice baked potato. Yeah, yes. I'm I'm all about that nice. on vacation. Lobster, oh, a crawfish nice. boil. If I'm nice. in the south, oh my god, you dump a whole tub of crawfish and, and boil corn and potatoes on a picnic table. <laughs> Give me the bib. I'm just going to town. That kind of stuff. You know, I had a meal like that in Florida uh, this past winter, and I never had that kind of like where they dump the bag out onto the. Yeah, I I was expecting <laughs> to like it, but it was just kind of all the same. All the flavors? All the, yeah, like it's all the same Cajun sauce. It's all yeah. the same texture. Mm-hmm. You're trying to peel the shells off. Is this meat or not? I don't, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would. Huh. Yeah. Well, what's food to you, John? Yeah. Yeah. What's your go to? Um, well, two questions. What is food to you? The Holy oh. Trinity burgers, tacos, pizza. Really, any variation on those, I'll make it myself. Or if I find it out somewhere that's really good, like, have you guys been to Mike's Italian? I haven't been over there yet. No. Pizza's fantastic. Okay. He used to be at Mamma Mia's. Yep, I remember that. But he took his mom's secret recipe and went to what used to be Glacier Rock. And yep. now that's yeah. Mike's. Yep. Yeah. Really good pizza. I'm going to have to partake. Um, but I love to cook all kinds of stuff, like on the grill or a you know, casserole or a roast. You know, I, lo- I love to experiment with stuff. I've learned how to cook more being a homeowner here than I you know, did as an apartment dweller back in the day. So. Nice. And do you treat food more as like an enjoyable experience? Yes, very much so. I come from a family of uh, comfort eaters and emotional eaters, and but foodies too. <laughs> like we really enjoy food. 
Um, not just because it's like a, a togetherness sort of thing, a gathering thing, but it's just like we enjoy good food, mm-hmm. um, probably to our detriment, you know, yeah, <laughs> to yeah. some extent. Um, how about you, yeah, mm. Kyle? I'm like 50% uh, stress eater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then like 50% convenience. Okay, okay. <laughs> like, oh, the boys are hungry. What are we going to do? That's really easy right now. You got to have at least 10% fuel. Because you work out, you 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 talk I, to it. You talk to me about it. You talk about. I've wanting gone to, away from the fuel thing, man. You have, yeah. Do you have a favorite meal, like a cheat meal or a vacation meal? Well, I don't vacation. <laughs> <laughs> he really doesn't vacation. Wow. Like the farthest he goes away, uh, we love like, we love a good pizza, and so like Michigan. Yeah. Um, we'll just go to Tumble to get like their spicy Hawaiian. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they get good pizza out there. They have good food across the board. Yeah. They really do. Their yeah. food out there. But, is I mean, you can't ever go wrong with a good stick either. Mm-hmm. No, we... Our fucking camp out ribeye is probably one of oh. my favorite Ooh, meals of the year. Man, a good ribeye. It's hard that to is, beat. That, that's so much the atmosphere. I know, but that's still one of my favorite meals absolutely. of the year. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah, because we, we do the, the potato packs and the yep. fire. Ooh, so we we, yeah. take, we peel all the coals back. Nice. Put the potato packs in, cover them up with the hot coals. Wow. Yeah, and then and then Kyle, the, the pit master, Kyle Crosby, <laughs> grills up some ribeyes on the... Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Please, please and thank you. It's heavy. It is. It's My like, arm workout. Yeah. <laughs> got to get back to the gym. Holy oh, shit. Rim shot. Whoa. Super heavy. There you go. I guess we're going <laughs> another couple hours. Want some Buffalo Trace? I guess. <laughs> is, that I guess is, that, is that what happens when you get the super size? You just get a little just, more liberal with it? You it just, just comes yeah. out faster, just like man. Dump it in there. Endless God. supply. Is that the Costco model? No, it's just no. a seven, 175. I think I no. got that at um, Beer Brew. Okay. You know, nice that the Buffalo Trace is like either it's hit and miss. They have it or they don't, and it's a really great whiskey. It's a really, for the price for the price. Right? It's really great. You know, so do you go shopping, not out of necessity, but just let's go see what? Oh hell yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you have some? Some fine. Wait, Kyle and I. Kyle and I take specific trips to Madison to hit the different liquor stores. Total just wine. Total wine. And Woodman's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Woodman's is legit. Really? Yes. Woodman's, Woodman's is like, usually beats Total Wine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What is it about Woodman's? Their selection is incredible. Like, for yeah, anything. Is. I don't know what and it the, is, man. the prices they charge. It's, it's, yeah. 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 It. yeah. You can't beat. And just, yeah. When you walk through Woodman's, they're, they're, uh, the selection is staggering. Yeah. And Total Wine's selection is staggering yeah. as well when you yeah, go in yeah. there. Well, they've expanded it too now. Woodman's or Total Wine? Total Wine. Total Wine has well. They expanded the, the whiskey. Oh, that's right, because they yeah. moved it to that second aisle. Right. They did. Whiskey took such a huge boom in the last five, ten years. Why it's do just, you think that is? I don't know, no really. I think maybe. Is okay, it the so Kyle I think it's. Kyle and Ike show? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I've only been drinking for two. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's more the way whiskey's been portrayed in, in the media and how social media has accelerated yeah. the, um, the visibility of things to so many people. Sure. I think that once you find a few aficionados that really like to talk about things, that just spreads like wildfire now. Yeah. So I think a lot more people are very much into. Anything that's a little niche now. If it's a little different, then people want to do it. Sure. You know? So and I'd say that'd probably be my craft best beer. Guess. Craft beer does not seem to be as hot as it once was. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. have, have they moved over to the spirits? Or is, what do you think? Where do you think those people are? I think those people still exist. Yeah. I, I, I know a lot of people that really like craft beer. They're like, um, they've got little special $12 cans of beer yeah. in their basement, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it was, I, I, to say where they all are, I don't know because it's never been my scene. 
like I, I like beer. Yeah. You know, but that like the weird they grew sours up. and all yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, that's a good point. Yeah. It went from college bit. days to oh, craft beer. We're yeah. We're sophisticated to fucking whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess. I can't find whiskey. But yeah. I mean, when we go when when I go to Asheville, there's like 30 craft breweries wow. in Asheville. They're yeah. everywhere. On Isn't every, there a tour in Wisconsin you can take? Yeah, there's a it's craft a brewery of, tour in Wisconsin yeah. as well. Oh. I mean, Tumbled Rock is a craft brewery. I mean, they make all their own beers. They've got all the different, you know, varieties that they have. It's like they've got a lot of great beers yeah. out there. But to John's point, I think there was a huge boom in craft yeah, beer where it felt like, like it. the whiskey boom right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, breweries were just popping up like yep. crazy. Yep. And, yeah, I think since COVID, it's really. Yeah, Port Huron, R.I.P. Oh yeah, that's used to right. love that place. That was that, but that place was around for a long. It time, was, right? but just did not make it through the pandemic or whatever. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. What's your choice? Uh, as far as a beverage drink, yeah. yeah, yeah. Boy, I love a good um, beer, like a, a you know a crispy. I love Moon Man. New Glarus's Moon Man oh, is one of my favorite nice beers. Beer. Yeah, not too strong. Um, and I like the brown. I like all kinds of bourbon and whiskey, and but I am you know sort of non discriminating. Um, I don't like sugary cocktails. Mm. It's probably easier to say what I don't like sure. <laughs> versus yeah. what I do like. Sure, but um, and I like wine. I've gotten into wine recently, not like on a connoisseur level, but just kind of trying to red, white. And what's your what's your red? I like a red and white. You know, a little Pinot Noir. Is or white a, normally sweeter? White it can, well, it be, can be, but they have some good dry. I like the dry, crispy, like yeah. the Pinot Grigio, okay. Sauvignon yeah. Blanc. Yeah, um, Chardonnays can be a little more syrupy, sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it depends on the grape, the varietal. Yeah. The way you're talking, I feel like you're very picky about apples. Um, <laughs> that's interesting, Kyle. Yeah, I kind of am. Like, it needs to be a good honey crisp. <laughs> that fucking came out that's of the really field. funny. I like wow. a good honey crisp. He, he reads people, man. I used to be a, a Granny Smith, but they're too tart. Oh, Granny Smith's pretty um, tart. As long as it's crisp and not too sweet, you know? That's, I, right. yeah. that's, the, that's the ultimate apple, is a crisp, got a good snap yeah. to it yep. when, you, when you bite it, and it's, yep. but it's not super sweet. Not super sweet. Those, 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 those grapples that they came out with, the, the, if you have one of those. I don't know what a grapple is. It's like a grape apple. Wow. It's like so sweet. They're no. they're massive. They're like this they're bigger than a softball. They're no. huge. Yeah. And when you take a you take a bite of it, what the fuck is up with those huge <laughs> apples too? You can't eat one of those. Like <laughs> Who the fuck eats those huge ass apples? You got to share that with like three people. You eat it. It's so much that. apple, man. Have you I've not, not seen, seen those that. things? No. Oh my god! Wow, they're huge. You can't just like that's not an apple. Like the size apple. of a watermelon? No, it's like it's like a grapefruit. <laughs> cantaloupe, a cantaloupe. Apple? It's like a grapefruit. It's like the size wow. of a grapefruit. Wow. Yeah, it's like it's. What's that called? What? There's like it's a there's one called a grapple. Big fucking apple. Oh, yeah, it's a big fucking apple. Yeah, it's a BFA. Okay, it's a, yeah, they should just have one called a BFA. <laughs> That's just this is our new BFA. Yeah, no, it's, it's what kind of apples are at your new place? At my new place? Yeah, I have no idea. We were just talking about that. Wow, yeah, I gotta there's, get Jake out there. There's seven apple trees out there left from the orchard, but I couldn't tell you they're good. I just had one today. Wow, cool. Yeah, I just Dylan and I sampled one today. They're tasty. They're not real snappy. You know, okay, so as a Macintosh is a little softer, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. they're like Macintoshes because okay. that's, what the, that's what they taste like, and they're a little red and yellow. Okay. So it could be Macintosh. Nice. Mm-hmm. could be Macintosh, but they're, they're tasty, and nice. they're not super sweet. Yeah, that's they're great. good. Just got to eat around the worms, man. Yep. This is all you got to do. She said. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry. We should have a button that <laughs> says that. Said. Like in Steve Carell's voice? 
knowing his voice. <laughs> I think it should be in John's voice, well, immortalized on the podcast. All right, then you got to shut up and he's got to say it. Nice. Need something clean. That's what she said. That was too fast. That was too fast. Oh, okay. That's what she said. Give me some notes. Okay. How, how about like, you're going to say it to somebody that you just God, said that was hard. Like <laughs> that. That's what she said. That's how you would say it. That's like, that's the delivery. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't want to say it at the at first. Like it's too obvious. And it was kind of gross. You got to eat around the worms. <laughs> He should delete this that's whole what, thing. That's what he said. <laughs> hey, hey, oh. oh my! Oh, oh my! Oh Lord! Woo. Yeah, get kicked off the air here. Yeah, no, there's no worries about. <laughs> Don't that. worry, they might demonetize us, but it's not going to make a huge difference. Uh-huh. We're not going anywhere. <clears throat> they, they can't cancel us. Uh-huh. They can try. They've we'll just, tried. We'll just stream on Twitter. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we we did try to do a, a video. I bought a, a really nice GoPro, and it just it was like overheating. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it would record for what? Like two minutes? Something like that. Oh, Probably you wanted a, like a video these... feed of the yeah. show? Yeah, of the pod, yeah. 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 So we were going to like do the... Get to try to time that. That'd be hard though, because if you do any edits, you have to edit the video too. Yeah, yeah we talked that about that. Yeah. yeah. Basically, I was going to edit the pod, the audio, and then sync it to the video and then edit within the video uh, yeah. so that it edits the audio as well. Yeah, yeah. That's just more work. It's, was, it seemed like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. It, did. it was a good idea. It was a, it was a blessing that the camera sucked. Yeah. Balls. It all kind of. I like just the audio. You know, I don't need to see what's going on. Yeah. Theater there, of the mind. There is a function that we could be live. On Spotify right now. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Interesting. I keep getting emails like, hey, you can go live and do this shit and interact with your audience. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> no. Would you Would you ever do that? Like plan that a would, live show? That would be, it would be fun. Schedule it? I, we, I, well, we, talk, we have more people probably who, who want to just hang out like over there yeah, and yeah. drink while yeah. we talk. Yeah. Than actually want to sit where you're That's sitting. That's another thing. Do a live show at a venue somewhere. Oh, my God. We're That's not like done. at Tumble Rock. That's been done. Yeah. We'll just be on the stage. Yeah. You're like, that would be we're, cool. like, we're like Bob and Tom, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you listen to Smartless at all? I it, who's on Smartless? It's Jason Bateman, yes. Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes. Yep. So they did a they've done, been doing that show since the pandemic started, but they did a live tour where they oh, took really? the show on the road and went to venues. They were in Madison for one of them. It's Jason Bateman and Will Arnett. I was going to say, it sounds like celebrities who yeah, people care about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um, and, that, you know, I'm not saying that you need to go somewhere and sell tickets, but just go to a place, have a live right. show. Well, and the people you're talking about who want to come watch it could, could do that. Kate, do you, your next show, do you need a slot for about an hour and a half? <laughs> we could do that. I mean... <laughs> I don't know. Stick around for swami. That would be it's kind of like you, first. Could you imagine that? <laughs> You'll come out to play and there'll be nobody there. <laughs> People will be like, this is bullshit. Who are these jackasses? Where's the music? Play some music. <laughs> yeah. I I can't imagine if you were in the middle, like in the middle of a show, you have a musician and it's like, hey, we got our second act coming up, and it's just like a couple well, no, dudes. Have do you that. heard about our podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, having a good time? Well, get ready to not have a good time. <laughs> Let's flip no. that smile upside down. <laughs> yeah. Get well, ready to not you, have a good I time. I can see you setting up at Brothers on the stage and just doing a show, and whoever's there, you could interview can, them. Oh, yeah, that's you fair. could have guests on. You could 
We can be portable. And just see oh, how yeah, it goes. We do have a portable you know? setup. Yeah, we do have a portable setup. And just setup. try it once. If you hate it, then you don't have to do it again. But if it works, maybe, I don't know, it could be like Probably a New Year's. three more listeners. Do a New Year's Eve show or a, Oh, um, my God. I don't know. I, I don't know if we have that kind of status. <laughs> we would show my brothers and they'd the say, status. who are these douchebags in the corner with microphones? I don't know the guys that brothers. I know Eric. We can maybe go upstairs. Like, go out on the patio. Oh, Meyer. Yeah. Yeah. Go back in the porch. No, I, yeah, our, right. Our vibe isn't isn't a BBC vibe. Not at all. No, uh-uh. maybe the acronym, but not the not, the, not the burger Careful. company. We'll be at Zach's. We'd have to be at Zach's Bar Brothers. Brothers isn't it? Brothers would, would work. Back room of Konamichi. Um, I mean, we know Nelly good enough. We probably yeah, don't. we could probably do something like that there. Like if we like so if we brought like if we invited the people that actually listen. To like sit around and drink wine. We'll have to be like, two drink minimum. <laughs> yeah. Right? It yeah. would have to be a two drink minimum. Tip yeah. your server well. Yeah. And it's like, well, we'll give you each $10 if you show up. We'll pay uh, right. you to get yeah. there. Yeah. 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 We, need, we need people in the Pay seats. to play. Yeah. <laughs> so how would that go though? I mean, let's, 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 uh, let's, uh, shoot, let's, let's shoot the shit on this. Yeah. Let's, let's, what's that called? Spitball. Spitball. Let's spitball this. How does that work? How would that work okay, out? We, we go portable, and we sit there, and they all, we don't have to go or anything like that. They yeah. all just do it. So there would, be a, would there be a show. mic, like, over the audience? No. Fuck no. No, no, no. Okay. There well, would, we would have there, that one right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Have a guest out. mic, mm-hmm. and if there's somebody who wants to come on. Oh, that has, a, I, that has a comment on or, what we're talking about. one of your friends, you know, you want to interview one of your friends or somebody, they you come on. You guys are fucking idiots. But you, you like do your show. <laughs> you just do your show, have a conversation, and see how it goes. You might just scrap the whole thing. But I, I feel like you'll have a usable show that could be pretty Maybe. interesting It'd be funny. interesting to have a guest and then do it. If, if we had a guest, I think it would be a lot easier. Right. Yeah. It would definitely John, be. John, what are you doing on New Year's Eve? <laughs> Uh, well, I have a guest who's playing in one of 14 bands. That's my, I have a hunch. Do you sing as well as bass? I do. Okay. I do a lot of singing. Yeah, he's an amazing singer. He's, he's Thank a, you. I'm, I'm really sorry, man. I've never no, seen no, you. No, no, that's okay. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, uh, I've been out there a lot, but I also, um, you know, it's really just summertime when it's warm out. Mm-hmm. What, what was that time frame? You were with Happy Ashtray. You were basically regulars at Gem City. We played there a lot, yeah. There were a couple of years early on, 07, 08, where we would play um, Gem City a few times a year and other places too. Yeah. Um, but um, it gets to be a bit of a grind. And at that time, um, Tom and Kate, who were in the band, they had young kids and it was just sort of a stretch to do everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're doers. They, they'll make it happen if they can, but at some point it was like, we can't. Be. I mean, and at that time, Gem City shows, they'd start at 9 Oh yeah, yep, and be done by one o'clock. We wouldn't be home till two. It's just like was not working for us. But um, these days, if we can do a dinner time show and be home by ten, that works <laughs> out pretty yeah, well. Yeah, I was gonna say, what's your ideal <clears throat> show? Like, if you were gonna say this is my ideal show that you would like to play right now, um, ideal show is close to home and at a decent hour, and not necessarily for great money, but playing with good people and a good turnout and. Pretty simple. I mean, as long as it's, you know. So, like, at a. So, you have to quantify that for me. So, how far do you guys travel? Uh, not very. I mean, I've been in bands that played in Sauk City, uh, played a little bit in Madison, but it's mostly Baraboo and the Dells. Okay. And we live in a place, so it's kind of a small town, but there's so much music, so many musicians, right. so much, so many places to play between here and the Dells. And 
Um, it's pretty cool. I didn't really understand that. And I feel like I've been part of that over the last 20 years, cultivating that, um, along with other people like Derek and Shawnee. And, um, but it's nice. Like there aren't a lot of people here, but a lot of them are musicians and talented ones. Yeah. Yeah. There's so a lot of talent to, in this. Not town. that yeah. you're like low priority, but they've both been on the show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, there you go. So <clears throat> when you guys do a show, are you like, is it normally like there's one band and you're the band or is there multiple bands and you're like the closer? Usually just one band. Okay. Um, and in the past we've done split shows with another band like Gem City. We've done split shows with Blacker Brothers. or, um, But it's usually one band because not a lot of bands want to share the small amount of money sure. you're going to make on a, at, a, at a place. Sure. Um, I've definitely played shows where I'm in one band out of four, you know, like at high noon or those more like rock club type shows. That's more of a showcase thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like, I like having the night, like being able to play seven to nine or yeah. eight to 10 and kind of stretch out and have a good time and um, not have to worry about another band. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Stepping nice. on their toes or anything. There's a big uptick in those singer songwriter yeah. showcase things. There's a lot of people doing those now. Yeah. Have you ever done one of those? Um, I've done some, not too many around here. Um, yeah, I don't know. Derek does that singer or the songwriter showcase, I guess. Mm -hmm. There's just so many, so many writers, so many people. Like it's hard to narrow that down. I'm a writer, John. Are you? (laughs) He actually is. He's got notebooks. You know what? I heard that. Yeah. On the (laughs) show, you've got notebooks of songs. There you go. Mm-hmm. And you, you, it sounds so you more like it might angst. be poetry. Yeah, maybe. Because did you write them with music in mind, or is it more just trying to find a rhythm in what you're? It was music in mind, but it was not playable music. <laughs> oh, who's who's to say though? <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's go. The other question <laughs> is you brought it up. Well, you other, brought it up. Well, and the other question is it reminds me: Has Ike sung anything yet on this show? I, I did. Have you? Did. That like, was deleted from Shawnee. Yeah, that was oh. like, it was a quick And little... you didn't do anything, you haven't done anything since then? No. Oh, well, wow. I, well, I sang, oh my God, I sang at the, uh, the Shawnee's Oak Park Oh yeah, he place. did the showcase. So okay. I, I took lessons from Shawnee, started during the pandemic, did like two lessons, had it shut down, went back, started lessons again. Um, and then the first season of lessons, I missed a, a few of them. And then when the, uh, she was doing her session at Oak Park and then she did one at Konamichi as well, it was, I just was like scared shitless and I didn't feel like I was ready. And so I didn't do it. Oh, wow. And then the second time came around, I'm like, I promise I'm going to do this. And then, so she talked me into doing two songs and I got up there and it was the most terrifying wow. feeling I've had in my life. Since I don't remember when I was, I sweated right through my clothes. Mm. I couldn't look at anybody. Mm. I was looking at the floor. My hands were in my pockets. I didn't sound anything like I sound when I sing in Shawnee's apartment when we're doing lessons. Like there, I'm free and I can just feel comfortable and I yeah. just belt it out or whatever. And I, oh, like man. when I'm singing with her, she's such a great teacher, by the mm-hmm. way. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when I sang with her, it was like I felt comfortable. It was like confidence, you know. And it's like, boy, when I got in front of those people, I just—I was just—I felt—I fell to pieces, man. I felt completely to pieces. That's interesting because you, you know, you've done some modeling, yeah, runway work, yep. You've been in front of people. Oh yeah, I've done modeling and all kinds of stuff like that. I've, yeah, I've done some. But to step out and try and sing a song—that's terrifying. Well, to so you. here's the thing. I think that. 
musicians and singers are like have true artistry and there's so much beauty and raw and beautifulness in that voice. I put so much weight on that. Mm. And when I did the modeling thing, I didn't take it seriously. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just like, there were people there that were so, that were very, very scared to be on stage. And, and, and at, and at the time I didn't identify with them because it didn't mean anything to me. It was just like, Someone said I was good at it, and so I did it, and it was fun. You're just like, all right, I'll try this. Yeah, and, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. And so I did a bunch of shows around Wisconsin, and it was great and fun. And then it was over, yeah. you know, and it was like I didn't have any, and it wasn't weighted. But for something about singing, it was like uh, maybe because I love music so much, so much, and, I, and so it's like I've said it a million times on here, but I'll watch like the auditions for America's, American Idol and America's <laughs> Got Talent and the, and the voice and all that. And there are times when I will hear these people sing and I'll, I'll cry mm-hmm. because I, I get so invested into how beautiful it is and how raw they are. They're being so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And there's a piece of that that I want so badly for myself. But when I got up there on stage in front of like these old people and then a few people I knew, I was terrified. Wow. wow. I was absolutely terrified. Interesting. Yeah. Because it is really burying yourself. Like you, <laughs> your singing voice. Is a whole other side of you, and it is be about being vulnerable. Yeah, and I mean, I take that for granted because I've been singing in front of people since high school, and so I got—I was forced to get used to it at an early age. But I still get nervous at times, still feel self-conscious, and still feel like, oh, well, what's going on here? <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> so I get that. Yeah, I mean, after doing it so long, I still feel that way sometimes. Do the do the. When you feel that, does it, once you start, do the nerves just kind of wash away? Yeah, you get into the songs and, you, you know, the, the, the machinations of your set with your band. And so you kind of can lose yourself in that and yeah. just try and do a good job. You have to concentrate, you know. It's not like you can think about the people out there very much because you have to think about, well, what, what's my job in this song? What am I doing here? Sure. What, what's, you know. Do you think it's easier to sing with a band than it is to sing just by yourself? Yeah, definitely. Because you have a, a support system. I... When I first started playing on my own, really by myself, I was so surprised, like, holy shit, I'm the only one making sound up here right now. So even gaps in the guitar, it would be acoustic and a vocal, even gaps in the guitar seemed like a chasm of silence, like, whoa, I'm the only one up here. And I've, I'm used to doing it now. I don't do it as much as I used to when I first started. But um, yeah, that's a, that's a real sort of like awakening like wow i'm the only one up here making noise and sound yeah. and there's no there's no drummer to fall back on there's no other guitarist to fall back on huh. yeah of was, your of your 800 bands what's kind of the genre um uh, well, it ranges from indie rock my own stuff to classic rock to um you know i sing with a, a good friend of mine susan in an acoustic band called beautiful buzz we just played at a party over the weekend and just play a bunch of different blues yeah. and Rolling Stones and the you know all the different kinds of stuff, and your own stuff. You said was more indie, more indie rock. Yeah, I've been writing my own songs for twenty plus years, and so I have a pretty good collection of stuff that we play. And it's fun. It's fun playing my own stuff and getting that out there. And there's always a good response to it. People like to dance to it. That's mm-hmm. a good sign. Nice. What's um, your favorite song you've written? Favorite song I've written? Wow. I have a couple. I one that I is called Starlight that I'm really proud of that a lot of people like. It's sort of a ballad and um, twenty years old and still, you know, still has some staying power. What was the inspiration behind it? Um, boy, I don't know. Uh, 
unrequited love, like being being into somebody and you haven't told them and they don't know and you kind of hold those feelings in and you kind of fantasize about maybe being with them, but it hasn't happened and it might not happen. Mm. So that kind of feeling of, uh, you know. So much good music nice. comes from that young, like raw yeah. love. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> you know. And the, the unattainable love. Right. This yeah, might yeah. never work. The longing. Yeah, the longing. Yeah. The yearning. And then the pain of the heartbreak. Yeah. 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 It, when you're 60, I can't imagine that the same, the same emotion for heartbreak comes out like <laughs> right. quite the same way. Like if you've been through it maybe a right. handful of times. You right. Know? Although I do know an older, um, an older friend of mine, she's in her 60s, she went through a breakup with a guy. And it, was, it felt very much like a younger couple. Like he was really into her. She wasn't. She ended it. Oh, wow. He didn't, he couldn't like accept it. So he was still kind of hanging around her. Maybe we can be friends. Oh, no, wait. I realize I can't be friends with you. I want to be with you. And so it, it, very, it seemed like an ageless story, not just, you know. Love really is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it really is. What, <laughs> so when Bill, Bill, um, Bill from the show, Bill. <laughs> he, is that know, his name? Bill from the show, Bill? Bill from the show, Bill, yeah. Fuck okay. you, Bill. I mean, where Ooh. the fuck is Bill? Where what the fuck is Bill? Does he listen to the show? <laughs> oh, religiously. When he's not on it? Okay. Religiously, yes. <laughs> he's, we, we flip him so much shit on the show. Yes, we do. It's, a, it's one of the greatest parts of the show. I call him right now. And he keeps like, coming hey, back. Yeah, yeah, hang up on Yeah, him. we could. <laughs> So Bill, I know Bill, by the way. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I know you, you're you know talking Bill. about. Yeah, I you know who we're talking I about. I love Will Bill. Hell. I love Bill. He's a fucking amazing guy. Yeah. He really is. He's he's the best. Yeah. Um, he invited me to an '80s party in Madison. Nice. And and I was like, '80s party? We got to dress up. And he's like, Yeah, man. He's like, I'm gonna do the whole headband, like John McEnroe <laughs> kind of thing. And I'm like, Okay. So we got some gear and we dressed up and we did this '80s thing and we showed up. And they, this, they had a DJ, and it was like a big block party for these people who just moved into this neighborhood, and they wanted oh. to have all their new neighbors over. And yeah. So um, everybody's over there. And on the, the people that were on the dance floor, there was this one guy who was like, he transported me back to high school. And he's like, he'd go up and dance next to a girl, and then she'd kind of like look the other way, so he'd like dance the other way. He's like, everything's all good, you know? Like he'd just like keep on dancing, and he'd yeah. dance up to another girl, you know? And yeah. then she'd be like, ah, you know? So he'd dance. And so he was kind of on the sideline dancing, but you could see him. He's like just kind of sizing everybody up, you know? 80s, right? And it was, it was I, I told Bill, I go, this is just like high school. <laughs> None of these people know each other because people in Madison, who they don't know their neighbors. Yeah, right. You know, so they don't know each other. Yeah. And they're all just kind of like, this is awkward. And what do we talk about? And, and like, oh, that girl's pretty. You know, it's like, maybe I want to dance with her, but I don't know if I'm confident enough to dance with her. It's, it's the same. <laughs> right. You know, right. it really is. Yeah. It's Had like, I known you were so in a dress up. Fuck. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. I do, man. I, we went to go see John Wick four. Oh yeah, and I show up like is he dressed a, like John Wick? I'm show. I show up in a hoodie and a hat, like comfortable, you know, movie theater clothes, and he's wearing a fucking suit. And he goes, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "What do you mean? What, what am do I you doing?" Mean? He goes, "We're wearing suits." And we're looking like John Wick. I'm like, fuck. He goes, you got to go home and change. Oh, yeah. No. Made, made him go home. You sent him home? Fuck yeah, I did. And I had to come to back. To watch a movie? I had to come back in a suit. And Wow. <laughs> Do you have the photos, Andy? Somewhere. That's See if you can that's find commitment. them. Oh, that's commitment. Dedication. There were seven of us? How many were there? Five? So oh, did you five. Five. Did five you do us. that for Barbie, too? 
dressed up? Oh, I haven't gone to Barbie, oh, okay. but I don't think He's I'll got dress the up pink for Barbie. Sacks. I do Speedo have. Sacks. I actually do have Speedo pink versions. Sacks. Oh my! I do have pink sacks. Oh my! Yeah, I have. I have sacks with little golf clubs on them. I have sacks with bow ties and whiskey. And what's the coupon code again? Kyle, Kyle and Ike. Ike. Kyle and Ike. <laughs> hey, look at that! Look at those handsome men. Do you get into, did you watch John Wick? Reservoir Dogs. No, I haven't seen the John Wick. <laughs> that, that's series. what we no, were all saying. We I look more like Reservoir Dogs and Dogs than John Wick. <laughs> very much. I have not seen the John Wick. Um, yeah. Uh, you're not I've heard, so it's, much. I've heard it's entertaining. It's it's very entertaining. Yeah. It's very entertaining. Yeah. It's not like, you're not you're not going to be moved, you know. I like, like Keanu. I like Keanu stuff. a lot. Right. Okay. Keanu's great. Keanu's great. Keanu's great. Yeah. yeah. He just... He murders so many people. It's the just body un- count, ultra violence. Yeah, yeah. The body count is insane. Yeah. Um, with it, the people still dancing in the background while he's fucking smashing heads with hammers. Yeah, it's so that I, I think when they got the okay, so I watched. A, I think that's maybe why I haven't seen it. The so extreme that's, violence. That's more like version. That's John Wick Four. True. So the extreme violence is all the way through, but John Wick Four. They when I was watching the the making of. They were talking about how, um, you know the phrase jumping the shark? Sure. Yeah, so they said, are we going to jump the shark? And it's like, we're going to jump seven sharks. You know, that's what we're going to do. So, that, like, they had the most gratuitous. It. Yeah, it was, an, it was absolutely unbelievable madness. But it was so much fun. It's just, they're just. It was fun, yeah. They're just, they're, it's just a fun show. You know, it's like, you know, this shit's not going to happen the way it's going down. Right. And there's so many holes in the story and everything else, but it's just fun. <laughs> every time I see like an action movie where like the guy is just indestructible, I'm like, every scene I'm just waiting for him to get shot and then die. <laughs> it's like, in a realistic sense, you're doing this and she's like, boom, yeah. movie over. Okay, right. that's yeah, great. That's right. That's, that's the real life version <laughs> of it. Yeah. That would be funny to make like a, like a. Third. No, it's actually really depressing. No, no, no. Like, if, I was at, no, listen, I was on a Keanu Reeves kick. And I was on Netflix, and there's a movie called Siberia. Did you ever see Siberia? No, I've heard no, of it, though. I've never seen okay. it. Okay. And so not to spoil it, but like... It, spoil it. It's super slow, and it's like building up to this epic thing, and I'm thinking John Wick, Keanu Reeves, and then he just gets shot and dies. <laughs> really? And I'm like, oh, well, that's... Not what I was expecting. Hey, it's realistic. It's realistic, but it was like, as a watcher, I was like, oh, kind of sad. <laughs> that kind of sucked. <laughs> Did I just eat... 1,400 calories of popcorn and butter and ice cream for this. in my living room, man. 100-calorie pop bags. I thought, you, I thought you didn't. Smart pop. I thought you didn't care about calories and stuff like that. I still only get the 100-calorie bags. So you're aware. I'm aware. I don't actively track anymore. But every, time I, every time I do stuff, I'm like, eh, Do you protein? count your protein? I, I do, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Don't. I try to get in 200-plus grams of protein a day. That's my goal. Nice. Yeah. It's, Jesus, this is impossible to pour. <laughs> Poor Kyle. He just has to drink all this whiskey. <laughs> bottle's broken. <laughs> Something's wrong with I this think your bottle's broken, got a warped man. one. <laughs> do, you, like, do you count any of your macros, micros, any of that stuff? I'm trying to, yeah. I, I was trying to do um, uh, Atkins for a little while. Uh, but I, I found just limiting carbs really helps. Oh, yeah. I've struggled with, with my weight all my life. So I, it's really been um, up and down. But I found that Atkins and intermittent fasting really helps for me. Um, As just, a breakfast just, guy, that's got to suck. I know, right? Well, I'll, I'll have breakfast for dinner. Uh, I do that a lot. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I like a good omelet with some something on the mm-hmm. side. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm not too super militant about it, but I do try. I mean, as I get older, I realize like I have got to like take better care of myself and, 
and because uh, I want to be around, you know. Yeah, you want to stay in power. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. When you were young, did you like go through all the diets, like all the phases? Were, were you still struggling um, with weight when you were younger? Yeah, yeah. I mean, since high school, off and on, sure. I and I, it depends. Like I had jobs in my twenties where they were very active, like warehouse jobs, and I was in much better shape. But it's all about like how active I am in a single day. And I can't get motivated to go exercise to exercise. It's got to mm-hmm. be something that I'm doing, like working outside, gardening. Like a purpose. You have a, a purpose. purpose. Yeah. Right. I love walking and I love yoga. Those are kind of the two. Oh, main. nice. Yeah. Well, yoga is great. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love it. I love it. It's great for mind and body. Yeah. And so. you got, you've got, how many acres have you got where you live? 22. Twenty-two and change. Yeah, we're very close to. Yeah, yeah. nice. I don't have apples though. Is it just you? Is there a significant other? It's just me. Nobody's significant. No other. Kind of like it that way. Okay. Yeah. Do you have on your property? Do you have like walking trails? I do a couple of different paths. Do you mow them? My neighbor does. Is is it Vic? No, it's not that neighbor. It's not that different neighbor. Yeah. We. I was starting to tell a story about Vic. (laughs) When when we got on. No last names. No, 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 no. So, so he's, we can beep out. The, John's neighbor. I was starting to tell a story about John. So I used to work with him for a long time. I didn't know that. Yeah, I wow. worked with him for many years. He actually taught me so much about printing yeah. and, and all of that. He taught me a lot. And I, what I really like about Vic, I'm going to say his name, is that he's very straightforward. Yeah. He doesn't pull punches. He's no. honest. And, and he's funny. Yeah, very you know, funny. He's a very funny guy. Very funny. You know, and, and I think his funniness, is his humor comes from the fact that he just gives zero fucks about yes. anything. Yeah. You know, and it's like, there's, there's, there's something that's really great about that. Yes. You know, there's this, like, you know who he is, regardless if yeah. you like him or not. You what know you exactly see is what you get. Yeah, you know yep. exactly who he is. Yep. And we were out of Swami Stock, and I was hanging out with a friend of mine, and it was a, a woman I know, not an intimate woman, but just a friend of mine. And uh, he's, um, he's got to clarify that now. He, he knows he, a lot of women. <laughs> Ike knows a lot of women. You know what? You know you've made it when you're like, ah, I got I know a woman, but not intimately. Yeah. yeah just yeah. to clarify. <laughs> Thank you for that, gentlemen. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to that. So. Cheers to women. She's. She's a little more the woman I'm talking to. Cheers to women. No shit. Cheers to women. Salute. Cheers to women. Ching, ching. Yep. There we go. Yeah. There you go. Is that better? Which one's, which one's best? Sex. And <laughs> there you go. Ah, there it is. Cheers to women. So I'm talking to this friend of mine, and, uh, and Vic comes up, and he's talking, and he goes, How you doing, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> and so we we talked for like 30 seconds and she looked at me and she gave me this look like you fucking know this guy <laughs> and, and he looked at her and he caught it he caught the look and he goes love me or leave me he goes this, this is i am who i am you can't yeah. take the fucking yeah. redneck out of a guy like me <laughs> that's what he said and he, he says that and it's yeah. like and and it's like there's there's a beauty in that oh yeah you know yeah there really is i think that's why i think and we've talked about this where in movies and in stories the characters that are the most honest they're the ones we fall in love with the most because For they're sure. they're so beautifully flawed yeah that you know exactly who you're gonna get yeah you know and that's why so, this podcast has 30 listeners, baby. <laughs> we are so beautiful. 31. 31. 31. I'm yes. counting myself as 31. That's like 0. .00. All you got to do is like subscribe to the 
the the drops listen to the first five seconds so it registers and then don't. Then have you're to done. The there you go. So pull a Jason, basically. <laughs> <laughs> you said seven minutes. What I love about Vic is he's a small town Baraboo guy. Yeah. He grew up minutes from where he lives now, but he has he had a job where he traveled the world. Yep. To different countries different communities different um societies so he got perspective he learned what the rest of the world was like so you've got as he calls himself a redneck from baraboo but he has a worldly perspective which hmm. is really interesting and i've met some of his other friends from the printing business and they come to baraboo they come to visit him and it's a really cool bunch of guys they're all like him yep they're all goofballs silly funny glib funny guys and they all do the same job and they all compare notes it's really funny to listen to, to him like share printing press war stories oh yeah <clears throat> but it's, it's one of the things i love about him because he's not just a small town baraboo guy he's been around the world literally doing this work in different parts of the world and has seen the rest of the world and so it gives him a perspective like he understands there are other people in the world than just white people in wisconsin right well in it to, to be able to say that about him is also, it's, it's a beautiful thing to be able to say that the small town redneck, he's still in a master class of, of what he does. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. often a, a thought process where if you're a small town redneck, you just don't know anything. You're a mechanic, you're this, you're that. Which like, I think is just, stuck. you're doing them a short service because they have skills. They oh, absolutely. Have, they have knowledge, you know, it's don't judge the book by the cover. Right. Well, I guess necessarily. It's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I just, a lot of times when you think of a, a person who sticks around in a small town their entire life and yeah. desert, doesn't leave the town, yeah. it's just like, well, you've just been a mechanic, just a mechanic your right. whole life in Baraboo, Wisconsin. Yeah. Where it's like, if you've, like you said, if he's experienced the world, he brings all that knowledge back with him. Yeah. He, he kind of breaks the mold. He does. You know, he, he does. really does. He has friends who have not left Baraboo, and you can tell oh, by yeah. the way they talk. Oh. I'm not trying to be, you know, oh. judgmental. It's just like I've been around them, and they're not the same type of people. Mm. So um, you've traveled the world. I mean, I grew up going to India. That was my summer vacation. My dad would bring us, me and my sister and my mom, we would go. That was our summer vacation every year until I was 13, which is when they split up. But we would go. My dad's the second oldest of 10, and wow. most of the family was still there in India in the 70s and 80s. And we would go and I would spend the summer there as if we lived there. What was that like? It was like a second home. It was crazy. Like it just what I grew up with. He brought me when I was nine months old. That was the first trip. And we went every summer mm. until I was 13. So you got out of school. Boom. And we would go June for a month, solid month. And after 4th of July, we would come back and be back in Illinois and... But family was important to him, and, and, and so we would go every summer to go spend time there. Um, and, look, and, you know, it was kind of a tough trip, huge cultural gap, um, language barrier. I was going to say, are you bilingual? Food issues, not, not really. I can understand it, but I can't speak it. Um, and it was tough for my mom because my mom felt isolated and marginalized. And, oh, sure. Um, my dad was the only one who married outside of the Indian culture. She was a white lady. And oh, my goodness. So it was, a, it was a change. And this is, you know, in the 70s where it wasn't as common as it is now. <clears throat> um, so it was like just that's what we did. So I grew mm -hmm. up with that. It wasn't until later that I started to appreciate it. Like, wow, what an opportunity as a young kid to experience that and have that perspective. So. Well, because then the world is all about you. 
Well, isn't that for everybody? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, when you're a kid. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. True. I, I, don't, I don't mean like you, no, John yeah. Swami. Yeah. But yeah. It yeah. still is for like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's how it goes. Isn't it for everybody? <laughs> right. It's all about me. Isn't it for everybody? Right. Yeah. 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 When, when we're kids, you know, we don't. We for don't, sure, man. Everything's taken for granted when we're yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah. Everything. I was just talking to my sons. He's He's got a friend of his that he drives them to Madison like two or three days a week to go rock climbing and thrifting and shit is this you no it's not oh. me no it's a it's, it's a teenage friend of theirs it's a teenage friend of theirs okay it's a guy i know named schmike yeah it's, it's this fella named same name uh, mike schmike so i said i said well do you ever England. well my, my full name is ingamond Ingamond. Ingamond. Okay. Yeah. I think I've seen that online. You have a yeah. account or something named. Yeah, there's there's a couple out yeah. there. Ingamond. <laughs> what? It's a couple of accounts. Ingles only ready to mingle? No, far, farmers only. Farmers, farmers only. Sorry. Well, with 23 acres now. I'm telling yeah. you, buddy. Come, I think you qualify. How do you like them out the minimum on my a- land? The minimum acreage has been met. You can apply for farmers only. <laughs> right. That's got to be a requirement, right? That you cannot be on farmers Unless only you, without at least 20 acres. You can sort you don't have 20 by acreage. acres. Don't bother. You can sort by acreage. That's got to be like one of the questions on your profile. How many acres do you have? That's do you amazing. own a tractor or do you rent it? Just do you bleed green and gold? Oh, are boy. you John Deere? Are you for like? Oh yeah, no, international it's harvester. It's red international. Oh yeah, harvester, I know. But the, but there's a lot of John Deere people. Yeah. Lot of John yeah, so Deere. Sam's people. brother, yeah. his farm is all IH. And when Wes got a John Deere shirt and oh, started to like green, shit, fucking wow. that was the end, huh? Nah, he still loves him. He's good. <laughs> there's a song about John Deere. There's a song about International Harvester too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's all kind. Yeah, this it's a big rivalry. Mm-hmm. So that's got to be on the profile, right? John Deere, International, so. I IH, or John so. Deere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you would eliminate fifty percent of the, the mating population just by choosing your tractor. <laughs> That's the Ford or Chevy rivalry. Oh my god! Right there. There's like guys probably have two profiles: one that says John Deere, and one that says. <laughs> You gotta Photoshop. Is that blue tractor? No, that's red. I swear. It's red and white. He's out there with a rattle can when his girlfriend comes over. Which one is this? Am I supposed to be John oh Deere, God. International Harvester? You can't forget blue. So hard Ford? to date these days. I, Ford, but I think the new blue is New Holland. Oh. Don't ask why, you know. New Holland. Date. <clears throat> you said it's hard to date these days. Do you do the apps? Have you ever done no. those? No. 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 It's a waste of time. Well, some people find love on the apps. They do. They, they do. do. Yep. No, I um I'm very happy being single and having that freedom. Like I said, I grew up in a huge family and there was no control. I was just, you know, like a, a head of cattle. And mm. to have my own control and my own quiet time and um I love being an uncle to my friends' kids. Um and I love going home to a quiet house. <laughs> do you have siblings? I had a sibling. I had a sister. She passed away okay. in her 40s, oh. um, 2016. Yeah. So it's tough, man. Yeah, it was tough. It still is tough. Um, I, I don't know if you've lost somebody close uh, in an untimely way, but that just never goes away. You're always grieving that person and missing that person. So yeah. it's gotten easier seven years later, but still, you know, mm. I mourn that we, she and I will never be um, old as friends. Like my mom and her sister were at odds for a long time and now they're like best friends and it was when their parents my grandparents passed away that brought them together 
it's, it always seems like a, when there's a passing in a family, it kind of creates a new, like almost like you're making new like neuropaths. Yeah. Like you're, the family kind of finds new ways to connect. And it happened to my mom and my aunt, like they became best friends. And, and it's the thing I'm sad about is like Liz and I will never have that chance, you know? Mm-hmm. So, cause we were kind of, you know, at odds with each other. We were different people. And but I do think sometimes like, well, that's too bad. We'll never have that chance. Yeah. You know? Sorry. This is the part where we ask deep questions and yeah, hard questions. That's okay. <laughs> well, my, my, I, I, I lost <laughs> my problem. sister in the early thirties. Oh in man. Like 13. 2013, oh shit. Yeah. It's, it sucks. It's fucking, it's the hardest thing ever. Yeah. It's the hardest thing ever. Yeah. Did I tell you what happened with Connor? Mm-hmm. So my son, um, so my kids were super tight with, with my sister. It was their aunt Jess. And she was like the funnest fucking aunt anybody oh, ever had in her life. Yeah. And, uh, and so she would like, she would like sneak them shit when she knew that I didn't want her to. Yeah. And they just had the greatest time around <laughs> all those moments, you know? And uh, um, my, uh, my ex, Connor's mom, she came back to Wisconsin. She's going to stay in here for a little while. And so she had been cleaning some her house out. And uh, it's like a rite of passage, right? Like when your parent drops off that box of shit from when yeah. you're in high school, yeah, yeah. you know? So she dropped off this box. And uh, he's like, oh, thanks, Mom. You know, I got all this junk I got to go through, right? And I go, that's a fucking time capsule. <laughs> you know, like, like so um, – I came home from, from uh, I don't know where I was one day. I, was, I just came home, and he was going through this box. And, and he was like, he was pulling. He's like, Dad, you won't believe what's in here. You know, and he's digging all this stuff out. And there's a, there's a Tom Corbett Space Cadet lunchbox. And there's like pocket knives and all these things. And then he goes, look what I found. And he, so he had one of those, remember the safes that like, you yeah <laughs> you would spin it and then yeah, like yeah. there was no real combination <laughs> you just had to get the two <laughs> dials in the right position and then when it opened it would go bring, you know yeah, in yeah. case one of your siblings was getting into it you could hear it from across the house <laughs> so he he opens it up he goes look what i found and he handed me this piece of paper and i just assumed it was some like stick figure drawing right and i opened it up and it was a letter from my sister oh shit and i was like Jesus. He, he fucking handed it to me and I, and I opened it up and I, and I just, I saw her handwriting and I just fucking started bawling. I just, Oh man, it was so, uh, it was beautiful, man. It was so beautiful. It was so, I was so grateful that he had this, Wow, you know, and he kept it Wow, when he was a kid Is somehow it written to him, to him from oh, her. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was like, it was like, you know, don't listen to your dad, you know, like, <laughs> like, you know, your aunt Jess is always going to be right and shit like that. You know, and it was just like, it was just this most amazing thing. It's just uh, like, can't believe how handsome you are. And you've grown into such a great young man and all these things. Oh, man. And it was just like, wow. And I'm like, you could have fucking warned me, bro. Like, uh, yeah. like it hit me like a ton of bricks, sure. man. And so it's like, yeah, it's those moments. Like you said, you well, never, it never goes away. No. Ever. And it's those moments where you're blindsided. Yeah. Like, cause I can prepare for her birthday and Christmas, but like to come across a picture of her or, mm. or something that surprises you is like, holy shit. She was born in 1971. And so I have a thing with the number 71, like 71 degrees, or if something costs 71, it's like, a, I feel like, oh, hey, Liz. And like, she's saying hi in a way. Mm. Like, yeah. It used to be hard at first, but now it's almost like, hey, that's you know, kind of a reminder of her. Yeah, it's a good thing. It is. Yeah. But to your point, man, if you're not expecting it and you get blindsided, it can just crush you. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It it over it just 
she was such a beautiful woman and human being in all of her flaws. And it was like, it was almost like she was right in front of me again, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I was, I mean, the gratitude I have just for, for her writing that to him, for him having that. To save uh, it. To save it, yeah. to find it, to just, that he'll carry that with him forever. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I can't imagine he'll ever get rid of that letter. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so it was just beauty to me. It was, it was painful, but oh, it was in, in the most beautiful way. Yeah. I mean, just gratitude is just, you know, um, yeah, it's, that, it's mm-hmm. that thing when after my sister passed away, my, my dad, it was, you, you mentioned how your, your aunt and your mom got together. Yeah. My dad and my brother had a big blow up. Oh, after and that. After, not, not, not from that, but not long after oh, that, they had yeah. a big blow up. And they were like pushed away for a couple of years. And God, I would chew their ass. <laughs> I would chew their ass to no end just because it just drove me mad. Yeah. You know, and so it's so beautiful that your mom and your aunt were able to make that as an inroad. Yeah. You know, to come together. And they're different people. I mean, my mom's a boomer and my aunt is like a flower child from, you know, like oh. they're, only, they're only five years apart, but it's like conservative, like, you know, post-war mindset versus child of the 60s. Mm. And they're different you know, political views and, but they're, they are best friends. It's pretty cool to see that. That's amazing. Yeah. They live together upstairs, downstairs. And oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. No. Yeah. They're, and they look out for each other and, and they have their dogs, the dogs rule the house, you know? So, uh, but it's great. I'm actually going to go see them Wednesday. So in cool. Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Suburbs. All right, I asked this of Derek, so I feel like I can ask this of you. <laughs> okay. I'm the deep question guy. Yeah, give it to me. So uh, knowing that history, because I didn't know that before, I'm assuming you've written some songs about it. You know what? Um, I have a song that's about my sister that I wrote before she passed, and it was about her. You know, she had some troubled times in L.A., got into this weird love triangle, and there was all kinds of like the cops were involved at some point, like she may have been stalking somebody like, eh, you know, so I, I wrote a song about that in a loose kind of way. And it's, it's one of my favorite songs to play uh, in the band. But after she died, it was like, I could not think of playing it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't even like, like singing the words were difficult to get through. Cause it was just so, you know, sure. It was almost prophetic. Like I wrote the song, long before she passed and then like to hear it after she was gone was like holy fuck um but we've just recently started playing it again so it's kind of like a cathartic kind of healing thing to play that song sure so yeah so but i don't don't have too many i don't write words like i'm much more of a music guy i heard you guys talking about this with shawnee i am much more of a music guy than a lyrics guy the lyrics are a melody that are just kind of a placeholder Okay. Like, I don't feel like I'm a poet in any kind of writing kind of capacity. I have written lyrics that I'm proud of, but it's more about the music and the melody that I'm sure. It's more of my strength, I think. The jam and the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. What does it sound like? Like, I don't have a message. And I, I can't, like, write. I'm, I don't turn a phrase like, like a lyricist or a poet would. Um, it's more about the music for me. Right. Yeah. Well, I think it's a, it's a really special thing to listen to a piece of music with no words and be moved. Oh yeah. Well, and regardless of the lyrics to your point, the the tone of of the actual music. Yeah. Lyrics aside can 
can shift the feel of a song. How does it make you feel? It's yeah. A hundred percent. You could be talking yeah. about the most depressing thing. Yeah. But if it's an, an uplifting vibe, like <laughs> right. ignore the lyrics and you're going to be happy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like music that has that irony. Like the, it sounds like happy music, but when you listen to the words, it's like, holy shit, mm-hmm. this is deep and affecting and kind of sad. Yeah. But the music is seemingly rocking and, you know, vivacious and stuff. I like that, like, contrast sometimes. So as the writer, how does that make you feel? I like hearing that. I like hearing a good song. Like, a good hearing a good song is inspiring. Hearing a bad song is, like, nails on a chalkboard. And there are a lot more bad songs than there are good songs, yeah. I think. I don't know. Does you that think, answer your question? Well, uh, you know, <clears throat> I'm thinking back to the Derek conversation. We are talking about lyrics specifically, and we are talking about, um, you know, in a, in a kind of depressive lyric standpoint, as an artist, does that is that a release to you, or does that make you go deeper down the rabbit hole? Because as it a listener, be. it can be either or, right? Yeah, Some right. listeners take a, a sad song and they they go just deeper into a depressive state. Totally. Some listeners hear it as therapeutic and they kind of go into an totally, uplifting state. Totally, I think it depends on the person, depends on the 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 place, like the place where that person is. If they're looking for comfort, you know, it does help to hear a sad song and go, oh well, this person kind of you know, gets where I'm feeling or I get what they're feeling. And then the, so the, that sort of bond helps. Um, but to go deeper into to a depression, to use, I, and I can think of like, I know friends who, who like to listen to that music because they want to go deeper. They want, they want to touch that third rail and feel worse, you know, um, which I don't really understand. I like music, whatever it is, because you want it to make you feel better or, mm-hmm. or enhance, you know. Um, yeah. But there are people who are almost like masochistic, like, I'm so sad and I want to feel more sad. Yeah. But you <laughs> so. as a musician, you're going to use it as more of an uplifting regardless of the lyrics. You're, yeah. You're kind of. Yeah. I think regardless of the tone, if I'm making music and making a song and then I'm suddenly happy with, it's like an antidepressant. Like when I have a new song or a new recording of an idea of a song and I like it a lot, it's, it's, there's nothing like it. It's like I created this. This is cool. Like I like this. Um, there's no feeling like that. It's any, any kind of art that you create and you're proud of. It's like a really special moment. Like, wow, I made this. Yeah. This is cool. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that way about your whiskey barrel projects? <laughs> I made this. It's so fucking good. Well, I wonder no. if like carpenters, <laughs> no, I, I wonder feel, if carpenters or woodworkers or any other artisan, like I feel that way about something. my landscaping projects. There you, you go. Yeah, there absolutely. You go. Yeah. When I, when I go into somebody's house and I, and I listen to what they want and mm-hmm. I take their vision and I create the space when they walk into it, it changes their mood. That's awesome. Then, then I, that's how I feel. That's mission you accomplished. Know, I can look yeah. at that. Like the first time, I see somebody's face when I transform the yard and they walk in and they get the, they're like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. that's what does it for me. Nice. You that's know? really cool. For sure. Yeah. It's like we do like, uh, one guy even called me. He goes, I didn't know you were an artist. <laughs> and it's just like, I, I did. Well, I'm not an artist. He goes, no, 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 you're an artist. He's like, you may not see it, but like, if you look at what you did, this is art. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, I, I've learned that. I'm waiting to get that on my woodworking projects after I get through of Sam's honeydew projects. <laughs> and, it's less of, and it's less honeydew. of I have to do this and more of yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> that table you and Gabe built was art. That was beautiful. That was a beautiful table. That was beautiful. <laughs> the worst $800 I've ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> 
Way to bring it down. If that yeah. fucker doesn't still have that thing in the living his living room, I'm going to be pissed off. So you built a table, but it's in his house? So uh, Gabe was a, a, a teen club member, and uh, he wanted to get into woodworking. And so we built an epoxy river table. Oh, yeah. Because at the time, that was kind of the, yeah. the thing to do. Those are cool. And I work for the Boys and Girls Club. And so we built it with the idea that we were going to auction it at our annual gala. Mm. Well, we auctioned at the annual gala, but somebody who's broke as fuck working for the club and built it himself bought it. Bought it? I knew you were going to say that. And then I gave it to Gabe uh, to put oh, in his living room. wow. That's nice. Yeah, well, I think that Gabe will never forget that. Yeah, that's yeah, a nice... Yeah, so it was a beautiful table. Oh, yeah, those are cool. Yeah. yeah. We built the little coasters that go with them and stuff Very like nice. That, so. Yeah. Yeah, it was a beautiful table. Now it's Gabe's. Now it's and Gabe's. now it's Gabe's. Here's a question. Will it ever be legal in Wisconsin? Yeah. Oh, I think so. I think so, too. I think so. I think it's going to take a little while. Wisconsin's so conservative right now, but I think it will. Well, we like our alcohol. Yeah, we do, but that's Just the problem. Just ask the Tavern League. But that's the problem. I know. That's, that's like, that's the yeah. biggest roadblock Absolutely. weed has in Wisconsin is the Tavern League. Yeah. You know, and, and, oh, God, if you just look at what alcohol does to yes. people in this state. Yeah. The, there are more OWIs in this state than any other state. Like, you could take five states combined around us and yeah. would not equal the amount of OWIs. I think it'll be quick. You say we're conservative, but, I mean. Do you think? I think we've been, we've been going further and further to the blue side. We were blue before. We were blue, then we were red, then we're, now we're purple. But it's we're, like. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say we're, like. Yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends on where they draw the fucking voting lines. Right, there's that. There's that. I mean, Judge Janet won. Yep, yep. And she would have won if you took out Dane County. She still would have won. Yeah, and that says a lot about gerrymandering. And like, if the state gets to just vote black and white, like, yep, it's a much bluer state than it. Yeah, may seem. Anyway, so what do you think about weed? Yeah, what what do you think about (sighs) if it's going to be legalized here? I am. I'm really sad that it's not even medical here just for the benefits that, that it can offer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering if it may just be waiting for the federal law I was gonna to say, happen. I, if it's I don't not think Wisconsin, our state, it'll be federally done. Yeah, I don't think our state government is, um, has our best interests. I mean, we've had referendums in Sauk County where it's an overwhelming majority of people who want it legalized, but eh, no. <laughs> We're so not going to do it yet. Where does Delta 8 and Delta 9 fall in that conversation? Because I don't know. That stuff freaks me out. Like, is that, talk about synthetic. Is that synthetic? It's, it's spray. It's, well, it, it's actually, it's an actual strain of THC. Okay. But it's, it's like, it's, it's like a, a, a different strain that they spray onto. It's like, it's applied to bud. So it's actually Which seems weird. It seems really weird. And I've heard weird side effects too. People have really? had. Yeah. From, from both of them. So I've heard people say that it, that it doesn't last as long and it's not as good of a, yeah. of a high. Yeah. You know, but people are still buying it because they can. When you have Sunnyside just in South Beloit, I think you can make the trip down there. To, you can, oh, Sunnyside's so expensive. I it mean, is. Not that I've ever well, bought anything That's Illinois there. taxes. It's the Illinois taxes. Ooh. If you buy in, in Michigan, it's a lot cheaper. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Well, or when I was in California. Oh, yeah. So basically, yeah. you can go anywhere around Wisconsin, buy what you want. Pretty much. I think Minnesota's yeah. uh, full yep. recreational. Missouri also is at least pending. Illinois, Michigan, Minnesota. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Wisconsin will be. Although, Wisconsin's weird. 
It's like the vibe you get is really blue, but all the government shit right. is red. Yeah. 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 I feel that way about Sauk County. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Something happened to our state government where, and it's probably the gerrymandering that you look at those voting districts the way they've, you know. Um, but yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's hard to be in a place like me. <laughs> place like what, 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 Us. what is that? What does that mean? I don't know. Sitting in the fucking middle. <clears throat> oh yeah. We're definitely centrist. Yeah. You know, socially. Where did all the centrists go? Socially blue business. <laughs> they red, started, they got, yeah. they got yeah, on yeah. the social media. I mean the social liberal fiscal conservative that doesn't seem to exist anymore unless nope. they're just in hiding. I, well, I wonder how much people are just like staying off the sidelines because you have the extremes and you're yeah. like, I don't want to be part of either one. Yeah, either. right. Well, I, th- I think that there's probably a very large percentage of it, but th- the problem is, is that, is that we're in such a place where we're supposed to pick a side. Right. You know, it's like, right. every, you're supposed everybody to wants to be like, on the right side of, of so like when you, when you, correct go, side, when you right. go home to, not yet, the correct side, when you go home to family at Thanksgiving, you know, are you going to be on the side that's part of the family? Are you going to be the side that's not part of the family? You know, it's like, what decisions you make? What's your, like, it can take one subject, like Roe v. Wade. How do you feel about that? Well, yeah. then that can... If you're on one side of yeah. it, you're one thing. If you're on the other side of it, you're other thing. And there's right. no middle anymore. Right. See, I think I think there's a lot of one topic voters where ever yes. like the majority of people are in the middle on yep. a lot of things, yep. and then there's one deciding thing that they vote on for sure. Yeah, yeah. and that pushes them one way or another. Whether yeah. it's abortion or inflation or immigration, right? Yeah, you pick yeah. your one. You, you pick one yeah. thing you're super passionate about, yeah, and yeah. everything else you're actually in the middle. Yeah. But yep. you just have to pick a side at that point because yeah. we're a two-party system. Well, it's because we're yeah. designed that way. Yeah. Right. What, what, else, what other option do we have? Good guys and bad guys. Yeah. Liberalism. <laughs> liberalism? No, wait. Libertarianism? I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think it's liberalism. I don't think that's a word. I <laughs> vote often <laughs> on educated good. voters. Uh, what? I'm just talking words. <laughs> This is a podcast. We're in the final final hour here. I have to pee. (laughs) He's talking words. He has to pee. This is where it's at. Uh, And so do you stop? No. No. Oh, no. Just keep going. No, we just Okay. Nice. So when you were in Chicago, did you see any any political (laughs) leanings change from city to rural living? Um, Or like an understanding of both sides or whatever? That's a good question. Chicago, obviously very liberal, very blue. my, my dad was an immigrant, right? So there's sort of a, you know, the table's been set there as far as how we view America and what it, what it did for us and him specifically. Um, but as far as political views changing, I think, yeah, I mean, we ended up on the North Shore in some affluent suburbs and there's definitely was some more fiscal conservatism there than there would have been in Chicago, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of blue blood money and people who didn't want their taxes raised or... You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I can't speak to some of the social issues like abortion or, you know, gay marriage, gay rights. Um, I can't remember there being anything like overtly discussed along those lines. Does that answer? You mean when you, when you were young? You don't. Yeah. Well, as a teenager, like, um, I don't recall there being. You know, any issue that was, like, prominent. It was just kids, you know, in school. Right. I, well, kids, kids when, when you were growing up, I know certainly when I was growing up, politics were nowhere near right. 
anywhere near the forefront of my mindset. Right. Other, other than, so <clears throat> I will say though, when I was in school, it was um, the the beginning of the Iraq War. Yeah. And and so I grew up in a rural Idaho, and very right wing, very yeah. very conservative. Um, and it was I remember when I was a kid, they would they were passing around comics, based they were disparaging you know Iraqis. Oh wow. And and it was like very common. Mm. I mean, they could have like. It could have been the adults passing them out for all I know. Do you know who was doing that? Or no, they just floated. Yeah, they just went. Yeah, yeah. From, they just went propaganda. everywhere. It was propaganda, but wow. it was. But it, at the time, it, I thought, "Oh, this is hilarious!" You know, this is really funny because everybody around me thought it was so funny, like right. it was appropriate. Right. And and to speak like we were saying with Vic, it's like when I got out of that environment, it's like, "Wow, oh, that's really fucked up." Right. Like that, that was floating through our school system and right. nothing was done about it. Right. You know, that was commonplace. It's you just know? a predominant uh, view yeah. that they can spew that stuff. And, and we're, we're on that same page now where in schools there's dominant views being, being yeah. played on, on both sides in the South and the North and large universities and yeah. small towns. And it's, it's like, so the, the, the idea of the political leaning of that, area is steering the school system yeah you know what we should and shouldn't teach our kids and right and then what we should and shouldn't allow in the classrooms and or who they you know what they do and so it's um it's it seems like at that age it should be more about a freedom of thought well it's like why are we so afraid of what the real story is like you know about slavery and about you know U.S. history and the and the and the revolution. Like, why are we so afraid of that? That white people acted badly. Like, let's. Why can't we accept that? Like, okay, yeah, we're we're a very young nation. There was a lot of turbulence, a lot of turmoil, and there are some white people who acted badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> why can't we learn from that? Like, I feel like that's an education in, unto itself. Like, why are we trying to sugar like uh, whitewash that? No pun intended. Hmm. Um, that's a great question. What do you think, Kyle? Dude, I have fucking ADD. <laughs> I'm thinking so many yeah. things. I'm thinking, why are we talking Let's politics? Let's ride bikes. I kind of want to hear John sing. And if we had a podcast at Brothers, <laughs> would we need an external microphone <laughs> speaker? I love it. So that everyone yeah. could hear us let's get off more of adequately. This. Yeah, let's, let's move on. We, to we, talk. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> we always That's do that. That's my brain right now. I don't, think, I don't think that anybody needs to hear the show you're doing. You just need to record it in oh, a public okay. space. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Yeah, don't, I wouldn't worry about like speakers so that the bar can hear your show. Well, I have an output. so we can I think just, you should just do your he show. Wants, he wants to use all the buttons. I, I hear you, but don't. It's the outputs. All the ports. The ports. All the buttons. But my thought is don't worry about entertaining the crew at Brothers. Just do your show. Okay. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Don't worry about broadcasting to the my bar. My brain is 100 miles. No, no, no. Well, it's a, lot of, it's a lot of choices you can make. That's a good point, though. That's a good yeah. point. It's just like, do your show. If you just fuck everything else, we're yeah. just doing a show. We just happen to be in a really busy bar. I've heard a lot of um, shows that have done that, either sports radio or some other talk radio, where they are set up like on a promotional level at a bar and they're not broadcasting for the bar. They're just doing their show. Mm. It's kind of funny because it's almost like this tug of war with the, with the venue. And not that it's a hassle. It sounds like it would be a funny, funny show to try. I think that would be more fun than having any interaction. I think we'd have, we could do both. We could, we yeah, could do you'll one. You'll have at, interaction. Yeah. You'll have interaction. Yeah. But what I mean is like, if, 
the Kona Michi model would be people who listen to our show that show up to drink wine and listen to what we're doing yeah. and be part of it. Yeah. As opposed to the Brothers on Oak model would be people that showing up to listen to, <laughs> to rap music, right, 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 play right, pool, right. and then we're just yeah. in the background doing yeah. our thing. They just yeah. turn up that little fucking... Uh, the iTunes, yeah, the, whatever it is, <laughs> yeah, and and we're just we're just another part of the scene. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I like both of those scenarios. Yeah, though. me too. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah. I think I I think it would be fun. It might be interesting. We could we could. Uh, let's take I like this. how you both ignored me talking about John singing. <laughs> well, I will say, Kyle, I almost brought a guitar in, what but I didn't want to be too presumptuous did Derek I mean, did Derek bring a guitar for the sake of this argument do you have one in your car no vehicle? I don't I oh, don't oh. I really almost brought one though sure Derek brought one in <laughs> <laughs> you liar I didn't you hear liar. Shawnee playing any piano when no. she was here so she sent it to me later <laughs> we we kind of have had this I'll ethos have around back. like musicians coming in where we didn't want you to feel like a like the dancing chicken you know yeah, like, no i know like but it helps it. me communicate like we could have a conversation and i could you know play examples and that kind of thing like i i always feel like i communicate better with a guitar in oh. my hand than actually just sitting here that's really well, good to know shit, Ike. i know we done <laughs> fucked this up you done we? fucked up we've ruined every oh, we'll single musician's we'll podcast no, yeah. no come on don't do that to yourselves thanks kyle now <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna go to bed yeah. in my tears eating a bowl of ice cream <laughs> i'll send you a giffy <laughs> Ah, what a dick what a dick <laughs> ah, that's great well then you gotta come back you gotta come I, well back i'd love guitar. to yeah, yeah. i'd love maybe to come back and i will <laughs> maybe shiny shawnee and i can oh. both come back hey we got you an extra mic just read there. my mind we've got a mic that center. would be right? phenomenal we would have some fun we should probably do that before we move studios that'd be a six-hour show we'll, we will do that we'll have to do it before we move studios yeah. it's set right here yeah I'll do okay it. before the month before the first of october yeah We'll do this. I'm good. All right, okay, next we'll, pick a, okay. we'll pick a day. Before we close out, because I feel like we're getting to that time, <laughs> you have to explain what is Swami stock? Well, it's a party. All right. It's really a private party that looks like a big festival. And so I have some land. I have a stage set up, and I have a number of musician friends. And every year or thereabouts, if there's not a pandemic, <laughs> um, I'll invite friends to come play and i'm usually in a bunch of those bands too so but it's just a day it's really a weekend but it's really about a day of music and um togetherness friends from illinois come up friends from other parts of the country all kinds of locals come it's always a fun time um i don't like to broadcast it too much sure. because i can't invite 400 people uh, right, right i would like right. to i would like to and i all inevitably hear like well how do i get invited you know and so I have to kind of draw the line somewhere. Now that I know you, I'd love to invite oh, sweet, you and I'm your in. family. Ike, we're yeah. Going. yeah. Yes. I've already, Absolutely. I've been, I've been in for a while. I don't Shut want up. to brag. Now but. I'm your plus one. <laughs> no, you're on your own. No, you're no. Kyle. You can bring your own plus <laughs> you, one. You have your own plus one. Your yeah, family. He's an introvert. Your just family. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Just, just remember about the chocolate bars. So it's more of a private venue, yeah. your place, yeah. your friends. Yep. yep. Nice. Yeah. So always a good time. I have friends who cook food. They're barbecue aficionados, so they come and do their thing. Um, and it's just always a fun time. It's almost like it's become almost a, a kind of a reunion. Mm. It uh, really has. People who only see each other at that at this event, and, and um, it's always a good time. Yeah, so awesome. I hope you can make it. Just camping. That's awesome. Yeah. 
you want to camp or spot yeah. your room? So I've We've, only camped there once. So generally, when the music's over and the and, and everybody's out in the camping, do you get like little pockets of people? Do you have little fires? It can like, happen. Yeah, do, I mean, we happen? didn't really allow fires this year because it was just right. Yeah, it was extreme drought. But yeah, that's happened. People have their own camping spots, and we've had we've had everything from tent, tent camping, car camping, up to big RVs, um, hammock, a hammock if Hammocks, you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, we hammock. We hammock. We hammock camp. camp. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, something, something for everybody, <laughs> all ages. Uh, there's always a good range of music. Uh, uh, so yeah, okay. I, I well, think you would well, like. Thank it. you for the intro. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the kid like there's always stuff to do. Like kids love it out there. Yeah. Running around, we throw frisbees and footballs, yeah. and the kids run around. It's, it's it's a good time. Yeah. I've only heard stories. Sometimes the, the neighbor brings his Jeep with the 50 caliber on top yeah. of it. Oh, you were, yeah. Yeah, that's Vic. That's Vic with the 50 cal. <laughs> I tell you that? No. The first year I was there, he, I, we're all hanging out. We're listening to music. All of a sudden, here's rah, rah. <laughs> I look over, and uh, all the kids are in the Jeep with Vic. Yeah. And he's got a 50 cal nice. mounted on top of the Jeep. And he's like, yeah. bah through the field. Yep. And like all these moms got super pissed <laughs> really fast. They were, they were like, no, this no, no, is no. not happening. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. The, and all the kids were having the best yeah, right. time right they the little boys were in hog heaven <laughs> yeah. riding around in a jeep with a First gun on it gun on this it. is yeah. like army time yeah. man Bro, you take know? the gun off even and it's still <laughs> the best time you know how many times i get told i should have had a jeep instead of my fucking little truck from your kids yeah <laughs> you should have you a should jeep, have a jeep. <laughs> you should have a jeep dad Oh, look at that Jeep. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what they don't know is the Jeep only runs half the time. I know, right? Jeep will run you 76,000 miles, and then you'll have to replace everything. Then you're driving in the wintertime, and there's no heat. Talk to your mom. She drives a Chrysler. There Sorry. You Talk to your mom. Good band name. Talk. Oh, that is a great band name. Talk to your mom. <laughs> Talk to your so Dang. Victor also likes to set off explosives. Oh, that's the Like Tannerite? Like fire, fireworks. Sort of like Tannerite, but they're more like mortar. Mortar shells. Mm. Wow. Fourth of July or did you ever just do any fourth, time? Did you ever do a fourth of July thing? Here this year? Yeah. No. It's so dry. Yeah, it's too, it was too dry. It was it was a yeah, it was a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Plus it got shunned. <laughs> Sounds like an inside joke. <laughs> it is. Sorry. Oh, and there's the bird. Hello. So anyway, so you Vic sets up. Vic, he likes to set off fireworks. Yeah. So there was one year at this party um where he set off commercial quality fireworks Damn. i mean the kind that fill up the sky with the huge starburst wow and, but along with that was a very loud mortar type explosion yeah, like right? really loud and somebody in the neighborhood called the cops oh shit because they were <laughs> the booms were upsetting their horses now, i don't oh. know i don't know who this was in the neighborhood but you got they that many were people have horses. They around? were. I, I've never seen horses <laughs> in my block, Kyle. I don't know. Maybe they were just talking. I don't know. Anyway, so a deputy, whoever this was, two deputies show up in the in the height of this party um, Saturday night. Oh boy! And yeah, they pull into just a chaotic scene. There's a right. band playing. There's a bonfire. My uh, our late friend Betsy organized uh, what we called the Glow Stick Army. Mm. which is she and her daughter took glow sticks and made like little suits out of them for the kids. 
So the kids are all covered in glow sticks. It looks like these glowing aliens as as they're dancing. So they start to come out of the woods. (laughs) There's like 15 of these kids with the glow sticks. And they're just like all like E.T. alien. (laughs) Right as these two deputies pull up because they've got the call about, you know, the scared horses, the fireworks, blah, blah, blah. So the two deputies, it's an older guy in his 50s and a younger guy maybe in his 20s. They're just like looking around like, what have we just wandered into? (laughs) I can't, this is such a spectacle. The glowing kids coming down out of the woods, the bonfire, the band playing. Plus the giant fucking fireworks. (laughs) Huge fireworks. The older deputy goes, man, this is great. My daughter would love this party. (laughs) And the younger deputy goes, yeah, and my band could play here too. That's amazing. It was so funny. Oh like, my god! Cops show up. It's like, oh boy, record oh, scratch. Yeah. Party's over. So I mean, this big of an event. Do you notify the sheriff? I don't know who the fuck you'd notify. Like, FYI, there's gonna be 400 people. No, here. It's no, be cray, cray. no. <laughs> I feel like I should, and I probably need a license. I probably need a permit, but I've never done that. I really, where you live, though. I mean, what, what, what township, village? What, what do you, where do you? It's Fairfield. It's Fairfield. And, you know, they're, I've never known them to be super strict or whatever. I've never had a problem. Never had cops called. It's the fireworks that, that right. called yeah, them yeah. that time. But you stop it by 11, right? We're done by 10. The ordinance is you got to be done by 10. Okay. So and I've never wanted it. to go later than 10. We did a couple times. We went later than 10 and all this riffraff showed up. Oh, really? Really weird. Like stranger danger showing up. Like. Oh, there's a party. Hey, cool. So out anyway. of the like, like, did they just catch wind of it or what? I don't know what it is. Maybe they're on Weird. their way home and, you know, get wind of, oh, there's, yeah. Cause we used to also have, you know, I used to buy a bunch of barrels of beer and there'd be open taps. And so yeah. <laughs> one time when he still did that, we had a local farmer do a pig roast and they had the whole, you know, contraption pulled it, you know, like the trailer smoker where they had the pig on the spit and. And it's, it's at the time when we would get, I'd get a bunch of barrels of beer. We had a friend, my Vic, made a beer trailer. He mm. turned a cargo trailer into a refrigerated <laughs> beer trailer with an air conditioner. Nice. Like he found out how to do it, and it works great. We're oh, still, yeah. We're still using it. But so he's got this thing. We've got all the beer going, and there's like three or four pig guys. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's all this beer here. That's all of a sudden, there's like 12 pig guys. <laughs> All cooking, quote unquote, the pig, all drinking beer, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got to make sure the pig is cooking at the right temperature, blah, blah, blah. Like 15 (laughs) of these guys all of a sudden now. That was a funny, funny time. You offer free beer. Yeah. Yeah, You're asking for trouble. I know. Yeah. You know know what? You know what's going to happen. So I stopped doing that because there aren't as many beer drinkers as there used to be. Then you get the ones that show up like, what's the uh, IPA on this one? Right. 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 Is this the 5.7? A bunch of connoisseurs don't want to drink, you know, spotted cow. Like, oh, sorry. It's not good enough. Spotted cow is the jam. Yeah. It's legit. Yeah. Yeah. And Moon Man, too. I love Moon Man. Oh, I had the. So Connor. So my son Bailey's in town from from, uh, out in Bellingham, Washington. Oh, nice. And uh, so um, he's staying here right now. My son Connor lives with me. And then a couple of Bailey's friends he went to high school with, they all came over one night. And uh, Connor was teaching the drinking games he learned in college. <laughs> and, uh, and so they were drinking Bush. Everybody, all these college kids drink Bush Light. It's fucking disgusting. But it's water. It's easy to drink. It's low ABV. You can drink the shit out of it. Yeah. 
So I had just gone to Costco and bought a 24 pack of, of uh, spotted cow. Yeah. And so um, I had to put two six packs in the fridge. Well, they ran out of bush light and they said, dad, can we have spotted cow? I'm like, I don't care. Go ahead. So they brought spotted cows and this one kid sitting there and he looks at it and he goes, whoa. You gonna let us drink spotted cow? <laughs> like, like, like he was drinking twenty-one year old scotch. He, uh, he's like, "For are you serious?" And I'm like, "Yeah, go ahead, man. It's all yours." He's like, "Wow, hey man, the step up is real though." It is, yeah. Obviously, I when mean, you go he from was, Miller yeah. Bush Bud yeah. to, to to fucking New Glarus. New Glarus? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a big deal. She was a big especially around. when you can only get it in Wisconsin. Is it only spotted cow, or is it all New Glarus? All New Glarus. All New Glarus, Glarus is Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. It's the only way. Yeah. I know people who would come out here from California and load the trunks of their cars yeah. with, with New Glarus beer yeah. and take it back. Sitting down the interstate like a <laughs> fucking tailpipe dragon just to, just to get all that beer back here. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a big thing. It seems Mr. like they're kind of missing out, though, right? Like, New Glarus would be, I mean, the, the amount of money they could make. But even on a Midwestern distribution. Oh, no, see, I think there comes a point in a business where it's like when you become exclusive like that, you get more money because you're exclusive. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can see that. I mean, you're. I think that it adds that to the. They uh, have a premium price. Brand. If you go to the store and buy a sixer of of bottles of New Glarus, it's not like a sixer of bottles of Bud Light. What no. is this? What is New Glarus for you? Eight, ten bucks. Yeah. Easy, easy. Or 10, Versus yeah. six or yeah. seven yeah. for. For Bud? Yeah, you're going to yeah. pay 25 30% more for New Glarus. Yeah. 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 And, and it's, 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 a, it's a thing to be exclusive. It's a thing to be, yeah. like, desired from outside your area. Sure. Well, you know? it, if you do it right. And yeah. they do it right. They but really you, do. You, we do. I mean, we're, we're whiskey, right? You find some whiskeys that are exclusive. And you're like, yeah, this is fucking trash. You can stay exclusive. Right. Well, so when you, <laughs> yeah. when you have a good product, you have a good product, I yeah. guess, at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, that's true. Well, and, and you change the, I would think you would change the ethos of the company at some point. If you're going to start distributing nationwide, then you start, then you start Amen. losing, like, you, yeah. don't, you don't know who makes the beer anymore. You don't know who, who's the, who right. works right. in the mailroom. You don't know who answers the phones. Right. It's just anybody we can fill the position with. It reminds me of In-N-Out Burger. Oh, yeah. They are a very popular brand, but they will not expand nationwide because of their, they are concerned about quality control. And oddly enough, as good as it is, it doesn't even touch Culver's. No, Culver's. Quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, like legitimately, I think they did a uh, comparison. Did somebody decide? It was a couple There's years a, ago, yeah. and they did the nationwide best burger chain in Culver's. It's it was so in and out, in and out, in and out for years and years, and then eventually Culver's surpassed them. Yeah, I don't. I, Culver's is fantastic. I mean, they are. I, I don't feel like I'm being biased, but I have tried a few of the other chains. And where, yeah. where does I mean, In and Out is obviously West Coast. Yeah. How far does it go in? I don't it's know. It's really just. I think there's one in Arizona. Maybe okay. like it's not. Yeah, it's really just West. The Western. I think I've um, only been once. So, but they just opened one in Tennessee. I think really, really? yeah. I think they, yeah, mm-hmm. and they're they're reluctant to expand, you know, but they realize that it's a popular brand. Not Craig Culver, man. He's just bring it. Yeah, he's just like yeah. give me Texas. How far give does Culver's go out? They're in Texas. Wow. Oh yeah, they're all so the way they down went to- down, but they don't they don't hit the In and Out market. No, I don't think so. Which I would be so would they went sense. just like basically sense. straight south. Yeah, and then towards I don't know I don't know. You know what's on the West Coast that I don't know if it's just because it's fucking built up in my mind, but Rubio's, 
the original fish taco. Rubio's. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of Rubio's like either. Fast food fish tacos, man. Mm. Wow. The originators. I'm telling you. <laughs> Long John Silver. Let me just keep going. <laughs> You'll get the idea. <laughs> oh, I got it. You can. Oh, we got we, it. We don't need that button on the on the hot board. We don't need that, buddy. <laughs> we uh, click, click. Like, can you beep that, please, yeah. so we can mark it? I'm just. I regret that you didn't get Shawnee saying Python pouch. Probably could have pulled next it. time. Hey, this I mean, month. hey, we got this. All right. Sex underwear. But we're yeah, happy. That's we, good. we did. That's yeah, good. yeah, we did. We had took the, three takes. Three we takes. Got it. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> She said it, and yeah. I was like, "You gotta say that again." She goes, "What?" Like she's all clueless. I'm like ah. you know what? Yeah, she's yeah. like, "Whatever." What do, do you mean? mean? Yeah, it's yeah. just like bullshit. Right. Right. I clicked. We were on the same page. Yeah, you guys, you guys were vibing. It was, it was a such a fun conversation. <laughs> yeah, it was a good conversation. Not that we're not clicking, John. No, no. Hey, Shawnee, you kidding me? Everybody clicks with Shawnee. You know how many, how many men in this community are just infatuated with her? Really? Oh my God! I know so many men that are just like are infatuated with. Him. I wonder, and you guys brought it up in her episode. Like, how does she deal with? Yeah, the groupies, uh, the, fans. the groupie thing. Yeah, because yeah. I, the, I, I have played a few shows with her where there are men who clearly want to chat her up, but she's you know very closed off and is not. You know. Yeah, she's a professional. She's an yeah. artist. She's yeah. keeping yeah. her, her, uh, yeah, her, her, her boundaries yeah. yeah 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 but no no yeah i've i've uh there's i've, I've met some some people and and some of them are married so you we, don't you right. don't go name and right names, right right you know but yeah we, it's, just, it's like it. you had sean delmarks on your podcast i'm like yeah and they're like well, how was that and it's like oh my god settle down buddy Take it easy yeah we played okay, a but show you're, you're yeah. rocking the single life have you always rocked the single life um i mean not my entire life i've been in some serious relationships and um came close to getting married once or twice but yeah it's it for most of my life i've been single okay yeah um i grew up in a sort of a turbulent household my parents were never like uh, they never showed me what a loving relationship looked like and that's what you learn that's how you learn as a sure. kid <clears throat> um they divorced when i was an adolescent and so i never really saw what a healthy relationship is i have some great friends who are in happy marriages and I kind of see like, well, okay, that works for you guys. But I've never um, yeah. been in that position where I met somebody where it was like, oh, yeah, this could be a long-term sure. thing. But you're rocking and I, it and you're happy. I'm rocking it and I'm happy. And I understand like I have some baggage that I'm not interested in having somebody else unpack and sure. deal with. Sure. You know. Oh. Wrong podcast. The serious John. head case. <laughs> Talk to Ike Lamin lately. <laughs> <laughs> We're all about unpacking baggage here. Well, we can unpack it if you want, but that's sort of my ideal. That can be episode two, don't worry. Yeah, with the guitar. With, with the, the guitar. guitar. A bunch of minor yeah, chords. Yeah, there you go. I like it. Do we get any <clears throat> vocals? What? what would you like? <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard you sing, bro. And you might never again. I want to bring up something before I forget. I was on the Shawnee episode, and it sounded like it was kind of a, like, a triggery kind of thing. The notion of the states that you've lived in and what counts for a state that you've lived in. Oh, yeah, because Jackass oh, here does well, a road trip that's my point. and says he's Here's living in the state. Here's my point. You're in a van. You're sleeping in a van. Let's say I'm in a van in Wyoming for a few days. I sleep in the van. I'm in Wyoming. But then I go, I move on to the next state. 
I don't think of that as having lived no, in camped. Wyoming. You camped in it's Wyoming. It's called camping. Exactly. Exactly. If I don't own property in a state, if I haven't rented for at least a year in a state, I have not lived in that state. Thank you, John. Uh, that's You're my argument. I'm feeling attacked. You're never no, no, no. coming back. No, no. <laughs> it's my opinion. I lived in 14 uh, states, bro. No, I you, drove through them. You camped, you camped in those states. I lived in Canada. <laughs> no, you didn't. That's all I'm saying. I was in Canada for a long time. I stayed, I stayed in a hotel in Canada. Does that count? I spent months in Canada. Different parts of Canada. You're not Canadian. I was full on did Canadian, you, bro. Did, did you, you get dual citizenship? Did you own property? Did you own property? I owned a van. <laughs> was it registered? In- it was. I bought it in Canada. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know. Canadian citizen. I don't know. Canadian camper. <laughs> <laughs> no, I fully was not a resident of Canada. I wanted to be. I wanted to be. They wouldn't let me. They didn't want me. They kicked me out. Want you didn't me. pass the mounting the mounty. <laughs> what did I mount? What? Hey the now. horse, bro. Careful. Can you ride this horse? That's that's not part of the test. Oh, is it a moose? No, they want like your money. I knew somebody Canada. knew somebody who worked in animal husbandry. Oh. And there, I don't, there was such a thing called the mounting table. There are. Yeah. I, I have an employee of mine who used to be the person that would like for the for the for the cows. What? Yeah, what she that? worked she what worked at, Yeah, you know it exactly. You did the motion, except for you gotta use two hands. She 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 was trying she was we were eating lunch one day and she's telling the stories about what she had to do at the oh, to collect the semen at the steer farms. Oh it's like my God. holy shit. Listen, she, if you need two hands, you need a pipe <laughs> python pouch. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, the animal husbandry, I mean, you gotta be yeah, if you're up in that, you gotta you, but it's so there's so much money. If you're up in that, so you're way gig? up in you that. basically get the 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 bull, the steer, excited. Yep, you get them all worked, and up. then you just like gently lead them. Yeah, 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 to the mounting table. Like yo, yeah, but f- finish here. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, but there's, but I there's, think so. there's never like you get the girl, but she's just out of reach. That's what happens. You get the the, the girl cow, and she's just right. out of reach because it yeah. can't go in. You can't her. go you in. No, save it. you got to collect it. You what? Collect it somewhere. Yeah, it's not even. No, it's no. all artificial. It's it's. Well, she's you got to right collect there. it. You, like they'll parade the the like the female cows around the the, the steers, and then it gets them all excited, and they're like, <laughs> so then they they put the cow so you and jack them off, and you collect it. That's what they do, and then you put it in a little fucking no, it's like turkey a turkey baster. It's, it's like a fucking pop it in. It's like a <laughs> instead like, of the real deal. No, you ever seen those fuck? those buckets from well, Cisco? They get it. mayo in. It's That's just like that. Like, like, you can never ask me about Cisco mayo buckets again. Oh my god, that's gross. That's really gross. I may stop eating mayo, <laughs> and I love mayo. Mayo is amazing. <laughs> Made in full by a bull. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, they wow. just they hover the cows in front of them, and they put them oh. up on the table, Yeah, the mounting table. Yep. Yep. Well, you know, and then steal their mojo. Yeah. At some point, one is fucking uh, VR goggles going to be a thing for a bull. <laughs> you don't have to do that shit anymore. <laughs> oh, my. Could you imagine a fucking steer walking around with a VR goggles? 
they would just they just be like humping everything in sight. They they would like they would they're they're because they are just eat and breathe and sleep. That's it. Like there's nothing more in their DNA. So they would be ruined. They wouldn't even eat anymore. They would just like jack off until they die. What other awkward conversations can we have on this podcast? Oh my god. I'm sure there are more. John Swamy, can you write a song called Tenga? <laughs> don't fucking. Don't bring Bill into this. Don't bring Bill into this. Bill and I, Bill and I will write a song together. About a, about a Tenga. <laughs> you don't even know what a Tenga is. No, I don't. And okay. we call her Tenga. <laughs> Kyle likes to pretend like he's an old style country singer. Sometimes. <laughs> don't work. <laughs> Oh, Tenga is a male masturbation device. Wow. Yep. <laughs> wow. Way to lay it out there. Get a, get a beep. <laughs> so, so this will right. be marked. Nice. There. Yeah. It's a. Yeah. Okay. So, what am I? <laughs> back to something more I serious. Ordered one. Just no. <laughs> that was that was one time, and that was two years ago, man. Let it go. I had a sale. <laughs> Free so, pair of sacks. So, have you seen the movie? You're a movie guy. You're a movie guy. Yes. Have you seen the movie Her with Joaquin Phoenix? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, they now have AI girlfriends and boyfriends. Sweet. So, that you can communicate with them through text message, through instant message, through Snapchat or whatever. And it's all the trappings of a relationship. Wow. But no person is on the Only other. social media. Like, right. you can have a girlfriend on social media. Didn't, didn't somebody... Like use Chat GPT, and like the the AI started to like to convince them that they were in love with the AI. Yes, yes, yeah. there was a, we there talked was a, about this. There was right? an article oh. about that. Yeah. yeah, wow. So basically, someone dove so deep into Chat GTP GPT. There you go. Yeah, thank you. Get it together. Easy for you to say. <laughs> Easy uh, that the AI started to try and convince yeah. this person that no, you love me, which would make sense, right? Like if they're learning and yep, if they're adapting right? and. Right. That's the, that's, the, that's the feedback that they're learning that we want is love, love. and affection. <clears throat> yeah. AI love. Amen. Yep. You, 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 you going to cry over there? I love you too, bro. You just put me on the mounting table with that one. <laughs> Don't worry. I got my VR gun. You know what? <laughs> We're good, John. I'm, I'm willing you to. You look like. <laughs> I'm willing to put money. Those boys are on the mounting table. They don't give a fuck. No. They're feeling good. Yeah. They don't care. They're getting their... They're ready their, to mount. Yeah. They're, they're, they've done mounted. <laughs> yeah. They, they did their thing. They spent... They walked away. They're like, Woo, I'm good. Yeah. Like they're, so like, like... Okay. A deer comes in... A into female se- deer. <laughs> a deer <laughs> comes into season, right? Yes. And she's rocking the scent. Do cows do the same thing? Are they always so? ready to run? I, would I think, think so. so. I think cows go into heat. Yeah, yeah, uh, I would yeah think because so. it's like they're not in heat when they're when they're pregnant. Sure, like you know? my, do- my old they dog ovulate came into heat. like any yeah, other mammal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're mammals. Yeah. So does yeah. It, but is a steer just always ready to rock? Oh, it's a, it's yeah. a yeah. A he steer's just needs a dude. Scent. Yeah. You just fucking I, spray that I, air I freshener. No, I, I think <laughs> you just like little Febreze. Yeah. Fucking and, well, the bull's like how many dozen cows am I gonna fuck right now? I don't. I don't think a bull even needs a scent. They're just ready. Yeah, they're just ready you know, to go. You ever, like, yeah, but do you think there's a market for Febreze cow scent? <laughs> no. No, I don't. It's it's outside. For who? If for you who drive exactly? down 33. For the farmer. <laughs> for the farmer. <laughs> Farmers only. 
20 acres or more. You want some of my bull spray? <laughs> I'll give it to you. If you for bulls, let, let me tell for you. Bulls spray. <laughs> Footballs. <laughs> wow. Million dollar idea. Yeah. <laughs> million, million dollar it's idea. It's like breakfast ramen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's for bulls. Hey, for you, bulls. Like, you like breakfast. I love I'll, I'll you, take it. You get into somebody's car, you're like, damn, what is that? It's like, that's my for bulls, baby. <laughs> for bulls. Comes, now it comes in the little car clip that goes in your vent. <laughs> for bulls. Oh, God. <laughs> That reminds me of the worst smell I've ever smelled in my life. Ooh, what is that? You want to hear what it is? Yes, yeah. absolutely. So um, I dated somebody who had- Oh, God, where is this going? Uh, hey, keep it out of the gutter. She had a beagle dog. Okay. Now, are you familiar with, in beagles and other dogs, the anal glands? Yes. Oh, yep. my God. And how yes. they need to be expressed yep. sometimes? Yeah. Yep. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> It's bad. We that were bad. in the car with the Beagle in the back and the back, uh, the way back of the Subaru, and the Beagle expressed her own mm. glands while we were driving. I've never smelled anything worse than that. <laughs> it's bad. It's raunchy. It's, it's terrible. It's, it's so, <laughs> my It's dog, an acquired my, smell, And John. so I it's killed a, the Beagle and I buried <laughs> the, no, I'm just kidding. My, and I got we a broke little, up a month later. I got a little dachshund and she like. That's none of my business. <laughs> Oh, wait, Dachshund. Dachshund, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you, John. I don't need the Python pouch. Hey, yo. Sex and <laughs> We're late. It's That's okay. What yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, hey, yo. Oh, hey, yo. So she used to, I don't know what if it was her diet or what it was, but every once in a while, it, it was like all of a sudden it was just like the whole living room. Oof. We had to leave. Oh, God. Like move out of the living room. And the thing is, is she knew what was happening and she felt terrible. Like she would like go hide, and it was just like, and we call it the fishies. Yeah, <laughs> we call it, it's so bad. Oh God, it's horrible. Worse than I, anything I've ever smelled. Yeah. So, but at, well, she hasn't like my dog. Ever since I switched her diet out, she doesn't do that anymore. I'm so grateful. It's Could an you, acquired smell. So, I grew up in a vet clinic, and my wife I was gonna uh, say was a vet tech or is a vet tech and. It's often with our dog. She goes, oh, yeah, we have to express his anal glands. Oh, and she Jesus. just sticks her finger right up his ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. What the Your fuck? wife is yeah. the Mother Teresa. Wow. Are there more? It's, it's different breeds that have that, right? It's not no, just. Uh, everyone has it. Really? So they're supposed to express when they take a shit. Oh, I see. But some of them, or most of them, I should say at this point, don't. <sighs> so then, like, when you see them scooting their butt on the ground, they're trying uh, to express their anal oh, glands. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's the, the, the butt scooch is mm -hmm. the anal, yeah. anal gland expression. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, and then you just find someone like my wife. Does anybody want to buy a rug? Oh, your wife is an amazing person. <laughs> Got an area rug for sale. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> I was at my mom's. That reminds me. I was at my mom's a few months ago. She was talking about, I just have this rug. I don't know if you want to, if you want to take it. I'm not using it. I look over and the dog is doing that <laughs> on the rug. Just the ass scooching <laughs> like, ah, mom, I don't think so. Maybe just you keep it. That's a that's a very generous offer. It was, you know, it was so com this, it was like comedic timing, like you couldn't perfect. write. This and does she know like the ad, the dog drinks? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. both look over like uh, she's like, Oh, you probably don't want it. <laughs> so we can carpet clean it. <laughs> yeah. She got, got a carpet cleaner. I've got a bissel. I've got a bissel. <laughs> got a bissel. It's a two stage cleaner. <laughs> yeah. Shampoos and stuff. Cleans gland, gland juice. 
Gland juice. <laughs> that would be hilarious if that was at Walmart on the front of the fucking pistol. <laughs> Cleans up gland, gland juice. juice. Gland juice eliminator. Oh, God. Bro, I know it's an old joke, but I saw this and I laughed so hard when I thought of you. There's a, a coffee mug that says, they told me to get along, little doggy. And then there's a picture of a dachshund and it said, so I did. <laughs> so I did. I like the voice. The voice makes it better. So I did. So, so I, I did. did. <laughs> I wish I had an accent. Sometimes we do. Just it depends on how many whiskeys we've got in us and if Bill's around or not. <laughs> it turns to a female voice. <laughs> yeah. So is Bill showing up tonight? Is that his? No, no, he's no, he's out. No, Bill's out. Bill's out. He's got he's got other things. So here's the thing with Bill. It's like every once in a while we'll just call him. Hey man, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know, man. I'm like, you should come over and do the podcast. And he's like, ah, I don't know. I'm like. It's whiskey is free. He's like, well, <laughs> well. So he just I'll be there up. in 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we can call him. You got to call him? Sure. It's how, how late is it? 1045. Oh, he's in bed. It's he's getting asleep. Late. It's getting late. He's asleep. Guaranteed. I'm, I'm getting there too. Oh, oh shit. Here I, it goes. He's, to, oh, oh, he's full on calling him. He's asleep. He's going to be pissed. This is just to prove to John that he can call in anytime. I like the phone thing. Yeah, right? Yeah. He's not going to get the voicemail. Oh, he, he's got a, a do not disturb thing at night. I think. What a slacker. I think it like, it's not even that. I think at like nine 30, nine 30. What is he? I think like 73. Like, he, well, he's almost 73. <laughs> have you, have you seen his driver's license? That fucker's old. He doesn't look it, but he's, he's like that. Got that Benjamin button Hello, thing going on. Well, we're going to end this right podcast on his voicemail. <laughs> After you have finished your message, it's so delayed. Or to hear more options, please oh, press one. Hey, hey, Bill. Hey, Bill. Are you sleeping? <laughs> Wake up. Wake up. What's up, Billy boy? Aren't you supposed to be on this show? Usually. Where the fuck is Bill? Where the fuck is Bill? He's asleep, obviously. John probably could have made a better button than I could have. <laughs> I hope you sleep well, Bill. <laughs> Bill, sleep about John making better buttons. Sweet dreams. Where the fuck is Bill? <laughs> there you go. The button. The button. Where's the Bill button? Bill, if you haven't already, remember. Sex underwear. For all your nightly needs. <laughs> nightly needs. All right. Let's wrap this shit up. Let's wrap this. Uh, yeah. Gentlemen. John. Wow. It's great. Thank you. I think I've met you before, but not like. Yeah. Not like, like this. <laughs> not like, like this. this, my friend. <laughs> Episode two. Soon, it's this month. It's with a come guitar, up. yeah, with a guitar yeah, and Shawnee. Yeah. We're gonna see and if we get Shawnee, Shawnee in here. Yes. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Before I'd we love move to. Out of this studio. Oh yeah, we have to in this studio. I'd love to. Yes, let's yeah, do that. Really let's make that happen. Okay, cool. It's gonna happen. It's on the it's on the calendar. I'm gonna start working on it tomorrow. Sweet. Well, I appreciate right. you joining us. Yeah, yeah thank Thanks. you very much. John. Thanks for being open. Always Vulnerable. a pleasure. Yeah, I'll do it anytime. Even even like a supporting uh, role if you need. Yeah, somebody well, this went sideways and Bill play. didn't show up. So. Main menu. Your message will be <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's beautiful. That's awesome. The whole run. thing. That whole thing. The is whole on. thing. That's amazing. God, that's oh, great. I love it so, so much. So you should call back and do another one. <laughs> hey, we weren't done yet, so let's keep. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so great. Uh, that would be so great. Next time, so great, when Shawnee comes here, we're doing it again. A hundred percent. Yes. All right. Well, well hey, thank you guys. Thank you. Very appreciate fun. You. Yeah. Appreciate all right, you. Mr. Swami. All right, all right. Mr. Landman. Yes, sir. <laughs> Much love. Much love Thanks to all you. Until next time. Bye.
Peace, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.